Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. That doesn't mean you don't treat them as humanly as possible, regardless of that fact. Correct. Right? There's a difference, right? Because like that that word has negative connotations. I don't see it that way, though. Not the way that I have a relationship with my animals. That makes sense. Sorry. Yeah, we're talking about our animals and how we like to, what we consider humane. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, as far as like owning a pet, like what you should and shouldn't do to your pet, like declawing stuff like that. We were just we were just shooting. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think cats should be declawed. That being said. Like they will destroy your furniture. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it destruction comes down, will come. It comes down to a, it's like it's a moral standpoint, right? Like, do you deny a creature its its fundamentals, or do you make it more convenient for you? Yeah, that's really <laughs> what it comes down to. Like, that's do you really do you right. shape your world because that's what humanity can do, or should humanity not do that? My whole thing is like, <laughs> yeah, how, that's really what it comes long, down to. <laughs> like, realistically, how long do I plan to have the set of couches? Yeah, and and the answer is not for the rest of my life. So I'm, I'm probably <laughs> going to buy more couches at some point. Like yeah. it's you know eventually they're paid off, and then I then I have the option to get new ones or keep these going for a couple more years. But well, I mean, the, realistically, if, this if, one's if, been going for a long. Well, time. that that one is traded. Uh, the the chair that Rob uses has traded families uh, many many times, and it, uh, but it originated in your in Rob's house. Yeah, when he was a kid. Yeah, when I, and, yeah, and, when and now it is here. Yeah, there's, but there's been plenty of nights of us drinking Coke to the wee hours of nights with one of us sitting in that chair. Yeah, or sleeping. Yeah, or yeah, sleeping. Oh or my sleeping. god, yeah, yeah. sleeping. Yeah, and we still a comfy out. chair. And then, uh, is, so yeah. like the couches upstairs, I think are maybe like six years old. Like we got those at our old house. And then the ones down here, we got from uh, Casey's family. And, yeah, and yeah. that that whole set is um, a few years old, probably. But yeah, not, but I mean, not, like, the thing yeah. is, like these are like they're solid though. Like they're they they're not shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, and we haven't been kind to those chairs. Certainly. No, nobody has. <laughs> nobody has been kind to these chairs. <laughs> Cherishes it like kill me. The other, the Seriously, other the other ones in the we still have the other ones. Yeah, it's, it's in the living room. Yeah, you have yeah. no idea how like that that one. I think it's that chair out in the living room has been like disemboweled effectively. So <laughs> I like asking people, a people pulled the stuffing out. Of it. I believe. It. I, yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. You remember? Oh, I gonna, remember. We're not gonna talk about it, but you remember. <laughs> um, so it was put back. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like asking a question at the same time as posing information. Oh, great. So I think it's time. We're, we're on our episode 100. Episode 100! Woo! Yeah. So I think we're okay to announce we do have another studio inbound. Oh, yeah. This is this is a long-term Ronin Geek official project. And uh, <laughs> this one's going to go on at least through uh, early December because that, that's about when you're moving into your new place. I am hoping that we can get into our new studio for the new year. And so also, the new year, it, it'll be a studio that I'm, that I'm hoping is also more amenable to... Um, uh, like video, like yep. uh, do, doing live yeah. recordings of some of the podcasts as well, tossing them up on YouTube. Uh, I, th- I think YouTube is another frontier we can definitely do a little bit more with. And uh, and, and honestly, why wouldn't people want to see our faces? They're uh, so handsome. Uh, so many reasons why They're they would so- <laughs> not want to see our faces. There's a reason when we were at Comic-Con, everyone focused on the board and not on us. It's true. Yeah, yeah. The board <laughs> remember, was pretty big, though. We could just show the board. Okay, Alex, you remember what happened when uh, video became a thing? Same thing. Same thing happened. It a lot the, of the a lot of the radio the people, star? yeah, oh. them, exactly. <laughs> you know why? Because your voice and your and your look do not always 
matchup or please people for that matter that's true <laughs> well if you think this deep sultry voice is the voice of a very sexy man you would be incorrect <laughs> I am the exact opposite of that luckily so. you got the art of me on the icons pretty accurate i am just a balding fat man <laughs> diabolical one yeah, yeah. Oh, that's man. uh <laughs> that, that's all i told the artist well, i'm like this is all did. i know about him he's <laughs> tall he's balding a bit He's rowdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best he's, part he's was the your guy's of the art is like an idealistic version because it's a bit older and you didn't really go for the realistic style. You went yeah. like, oh, this is artsy. And then Mayu's just like, I'm bald. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a villain. You're yeah. a villain. That's I'm a... twirling my only facial yeah, hair. Yeah, the dark tiny... facade over your eyes, right? Like it, we're really trying to make you the it's villain of the It's just really group. mascara. So but... <laughs> the question is, do you plan on bringing that chair to the new area? New oh, sh- we oh, could. That is, that is up to him, not me. <laughs> sure. Is this thing becoming a thing? I don't know. I, I feel I'm like it's, I feel like we need to have at least one in there. If you're if you're okay with it, then yes. Of course I'm okay with it. <laughs> Only if care. you're okay with like, it. <laughs> no, that's that's my shit old chair. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, this thing has got years in it still. And Dude. there's going to be a day where it's going to be infested. And I'm going to be like, why did I put this in my new house? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, whenever you're sitting on it, it's infested. <laughs> I'm aware it's infested. Oh I am walking God. infestation. <laughs> Everybody is. Get used to it. Honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the studio. I'm looking forward to uh, what we can do in there. And uh, it'd be nice also to have like a space where maybe we could even do like, um, like uh, either with me or without me. It'd be nice to start getting some live content out about like the D and D play sessions or yep. the Pathfinder play sessions. Like that would be sweet. Uh, even if it's just a side campaign going that, that we could put up on the YouTube, just anything, right? Because that stuff's yeah. huge right now. It's yeah, still it's no still... longer an add-on. It is now being built as yeah. purpose-built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, in the future, yeah, Rona Geek Official will be more than just the podcast and, and an occasional uh, high-quality YouTube video, which I've, I've basically scaled down our YouTube to just the things that I've produced from scratch, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, which is like coming from the West and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. yep. So that's all on there. And uh, yeah, but that's it. So that's it. That's a good announcement. It's positive. It's a good Woo-hoo. thing. And we, we did have, you know, I'll pepper the episode with them, too, but we got a couple nice little reviews from some of our partners uh, in th- th- that we've worked with over the years, oh, nice. right? And uh, to celebrate episode 100. And and honestly, like, they're so kind and, and they're just super they're nice, su- super nice, so accommodating and, and congratulatory toward us. In fact, here, why, why don't I just go ahead and play the one here from, from our friend Top 5 Frank from Geek Freaks. Sounds good. And, and, and then we'll see what you think. So I hear you guys hit 100 episodes. Uh, that's amazing. Like, I just, I can't even believe it. It really shows a testament to, you know, not caring about the numbers, about just like in the face of adversity and uh, just a total lack of interest, uh, still going for it. Uh, you know, being cool with like, hey, yeah, my parents listen and, you know, I, I got my wife to listen to a couple episodes. Sure, I have the iPod playing in the background, whatever. Volume's all the way down, triple speed. We know your tricks. Just just keep going, guys. I really love you guys. Um, you know, one thing that's nice about you guys is you make me proud to be an American. Uh, you uh, three Canadians there. But I, I just, you know, here to another 100 episodes. What the heck, you know? Keep the parents entertained. All right. Talk to you guys later. Have fun. So honestly, just such kind, giving words to us from from Frank. I, I thought it, I thought it was just so sweet for him to to write us and just give us that great, very constructive, congratulatory statement on episode 100. I, I really think he spilled out his emotions and his love for us. Absolutely, amazing. It feels good. Yeah, it feels good to get feedback like that. Yeah, I, I think. I've seen more love from him than probably my mother in my entire life. A- absolutely. So my parents making up 
about half my listeners in, in total that I was able to contribute to the podcast. They've never been that 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 positive about the outcome of, of yeah. Argop. My mom has actively unsubscribed. <laughs> Not surprising. Not surprising. Yeah. She just went, you're trash. And it's really nice to hear good things from other people. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, my parents are just curious how long we can really run with the cyber dick jokes. Like, just... And I'm going all the way to cyberpunk. I mean, it's going to happen. Oh so yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like we're kind of forcing the hand of the studio to release the game so that the the cyber dick jokes can one day end. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're going to be long and hard in perpetuity, long and hard. Same and with as a always. long battery life. Long. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna thrust them into each episode, yes. and it's just going to keep going over and it. over and over. <laughs> it's just in and out of each episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the problem, Rob? Nothing. Yeah, nothing's wrong. Clearly, Rob, you're disgusting. The fact. Oh my god. I know. Every time, dude, he takes. We're it trying this to talk about a sweet comment here, and you're taking it to a gross place. He's wearing a he's wearing a headband with a cyber dick on it. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. So anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll pepper the episode with some of the other very very kind words, very nice reviews. And this is Alex Austin. <laughs> with me today, we have. Plebby and Adam. And Rob. And also Rob in the room with us today. So on this episode of Ronin Geek Official Podcast, we are going to celebrate episode 100 by taking a look back over the years of Ronin Geek Official Podcast. And, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll just go ahead and splice in some clips from some of our favorite moments. So I think you'll appreciate some of the, some of the direction we take that in. And, uh, and I know for the longtime listeners, you, you'll recognize some of these moments as well, because they are probably among uh, our funniest moments and our most, our most uh, uh, nerd rage moments in, in, in Ronin Geek official podcast history so I'm, I'm very excited to present that to you and uh and, and really enjoy that as well uh after we do that that little tribute to to the podcast uh we'll go ahead and get into some geek news and we'll do the umbrella academy season two review with spoilers and we'll talk a little bit about that and uh kind of break it down a little bit i did i did finish that and then we Good. can also finally talk about harley quinn because i watched i don't know seven or eight episodes of that so I'm, oh I'm pretty wow deep in seven now. or eight episodes that's all that's all my dvr captured i thought no I captured no like, but i mean like i'm uh, i'm psyched that you watched that many yeah. episodes <laughs> yeah yeah no, great show great show so we'll get into that as well and then uh, also touch on uh some of the bigger gaming highlights that are going on in the world right now like fork knife big things going on with fork knife we got the scoop on fork knife the very exclusive scoop that everyone else also has see yeah, listen they don't have the whole story okay they don't have the whole story in fork knife they don't have half the story like we have quarter of the story well, no <laughs> see the thing is like here's the thing right they only know so much of the story and we know everything they know because they've already put it out exactly so then we can 2020 it and gotcha Boom! Information. Done. done. Argop style. Argop style. We promised to do a half-assed. Yeah. With one quarter of the information. <laughs> this and is and a lot funnier. This is our is commitment. It? Maybe not. This is our commitment to listeners. Yes. This is the Ronan Geek and Fish Podcast commitment to listeners. This is our one hundredth commitment of yeah. The, the, another one hundred and another one hundred forever and ever. Oh god. Another one hundred forever. When people, when people all I the don't... time, just you, you, Rob and Alex, we're forever and ever. <laughs> So 200 episodes 200 so actually the next the next big one is going to be uh episode 166 and then also because of order 66 right and then we're also going to do a big episode 169 yes so they're yeah. going to be very close proximity to one another but those are the next big episodes and hopefully not too closely related chances are they will be <laughs> you think so eh? yeah well we should do 66 and, and make it a play on order 66 and then we'll do episode 169 Sorry. the title of oh episode 166 is do it the title of 169 <laughs> is do it <laughs> 
do it too. Oh man, do it too. Electric Boogaloo, do it too. Electric Boogaloo, the pre sequel. So it's gonna be so sweet, man. I can't oh, wait for my that episode. Fucking God. <laughs> Rob is already disappointed we're 11 minutes in and it's disappointment. I think 100 is a good stretch. I could probably just call it right now. Right? <laughs> we fucking did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we're retired. I don't know how. I don't know how we Run out it. of the fucking building. So, and uh, I guess it's taken us uh, maybe about eight weeks longer than it probably should have to hit it. So I think I think we did pretty good keeping up in that space of time. And there was also a couple bonus episodes peppered throughout as well and little little one-off projects that we did. So so I think we've kept people fairly well entertained. And uh, and I'm looking forward to the uh, to the next uh, 69 episodes. I think it's going to be great. Yep. So, uh, but first we got to get through this one. With that, let's go ahead and take a look back at one of my favorite moments in, in, in Ronald Gigafish podcast history. For this one, we're going to go all the way back. And for the longtime listeners, you'll probably remember this. We're going to go all the way back to 1996. And then you might remember this clip. I'll go ahead and play on it here for you. It's one of our early days. One of our early ones. Okay, here's the clip. Here's the clip. Listen, guys, I got my N64. I'm loving it. Okay, it's an incredible system. The controller is unbelievable. Honestly, I really like the feeling of the uh, like the, the joystick on my palm when I'm like doing a lot of like fast movements. Absolutely. In fact, that's that's a great strategy is to put it center of your palm and spin it very very fast. Really quickly, yeah. depending on the game you're playing. So I, I think that's a great Wait, strategy. Is that how you're supposed to use that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I use yeah. that all the time in Mario. Yep. Oh, yeah, Mario, see, Mario I never played at your house, Rob. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I well I got the N64. Obviously, you're you're still on the SNES, Adam. Oh yeah, and then uh, and then Rob's got the the N64 as well, I'm plus not, a PS1. I'm not ready to upgrade yet. I I know cartridge is still the thing. Yeah, but look, Mario 64, man. Honestly, this game is is just it's fucking incredible. In fact, here's here's my prediction. This game is so good, and this system, the graphics that it's pumping out, is unprecedented. The game's gorgeous. You'll never you, be able to beat this, dude. You, you can eat, like you can climb trees. First thing, you start the game. You're out in a courtyard outside Peach's Castle. You can climb the trees, jump off the top of them. Leaves are falling down. The details, absolutely in incredible. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. So I, I've never felt more immersed in like an action platformer. Maybe maybe since like Symphony of the Night. Well, even in PC games right now, we're still doing. We're still doing, uh, you know, eight-bit graphics, sixteen-bit graphics. We've yeah, maybe maybe Prince 3D. of Persia was was the previous best leading up to this. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably the best. But no. here, here's here's my prediction though. This system, the Nintendo sixty-four, will be the death of disc media. Because look, the PS1 cannot pump out graphics like what the N64 is pumping out right now. Its oh, no. games look absolutely like pedestrian compared to the N64 graphics. Honestly, yeah. the the style of Mario 64, I played it a little bit at your place, Rob. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever be beat. It's gonna you're gonna require a computer so powerful to beat the graphics of that game. I, I don't oh. know. I, I think Shadows of the Empire is a little bit better. I mean I've still got that, so you got you gotta try it out still. No, I haven't played that one. Yeah. Look, I at this point in, 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 at this point in time, <laughs> I've never seen Star Wars before, so I just I don't get what all the hubbub is about and about Shadows of the Empire. Oh man, you got you gotta check it out. Like what, what? Like what's the deal? You're just you're a Jedi or something? No, actually, you're not. That actually has nothing to do with the Jedi. Well, that it's sounds like, fucking lame. Why would I play Star Wars without a Jedi? Oh, you don't not like Han Solo? Like where's the lightsabers? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, we'll, we'll, I'll play that one next. I'll rent it from the Blockbuster, and we'll do like a review on that one after sure. a weekend of play, okay? Yeah. So anyway, I think I think cartridge media, we're seeing this huge resurgence in cartridge media for consoles. Uh, I think disc media, honestly, like it had its day uh, only, only the last it two years or so. Easily. It does. It, it scratches way too easily. Cartridges, it does. Scratches, yeah. Oh, it's, my God. Oh, it's so stupid. And then, but cartridges, I've had the same Nintendo cartridge. Yeah. And all it needs is a bit of a... <laughs> Yeah, just a little, little, little puff. Just a little puff. Yeah. Just give it a little, get a little, little puff. Yeah. And uh, it's good to go, right? And then, look, with with Rob's PS1, I mean, we're, we're sitting here, and, and it's his PlayStation, and it's sort of bookended and standing upright just to get the disc to play. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, Sony, like, what, what are you going to do? You're going to make a system, the, a system that's going to be completely vertical after this? Because that's the only way the thing fucking runs without overheating. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's such a stupid... Over. It'll fucking fall over. It's a stupid idea. It'll <laughs> fall over. Sony, don't even think about making a system that stands vertically like it that. It would be really stupid if they tried to, because Nintendo has been trying to do this thing where they want it to be the Nintendo Entertainment System. And that's right. Ingenious. And they want it to be your entertainment system. What are they going to fucking do? Put a... Uh, you know, a stupid CD thing and then a VHS player right next to it? Oh, it plays music. It plays my Fuck Pearl off. Jam CDs. Oh, it's so sweet. Like, who fucking cares? Like, make make good games and put them on cartridges. Like, that yeah. is clearly the way of the future. Absolutely. I don't agree. You're an idiot, Rob. You don't know anything. <laughs> oh, guys. Guys, look. It's, it's podcast talk. Ah, hey, podcast talk. Oh, people. my gosh. Can you imagine? You always fucking uh, Podcast talk me. always brings us a present oh. as well. So, oh, it's an eagle. It's a hawk, not an eagle. That's why. Oh my god. It's oh, a, it's, it, it's it's podcast hawk. Can you imagine not having podcast talk and instead having like, a, like a cat? No. Pod- so lame, dude. Podcast hawk is amazing. See, there, there's. It's a podcast- real predator. It's oh, a real look, predator. We put cats on the internet. We're so cute. You know, we got a real fucking animal. Absolutely, absolutely. Next next wave is gonna be hawk pictures on the this internet. This thing will fucking eat your cat. Hell yeah, will. Well, we, we hope you enjoyed that look back in 1996. The The next clip is going to take us all the way back, if you guys can remember this, to 2003. 1996, kind of, it kind of sucked for me because you guys got to participate with your PlayStation. <laughs> Speaking of which, Rob, I was cleaning up my house, right, for the mm. new studio and stuff like that, and um, I found your old PlayStation 1 Chrono Trigger CD. I got to get it to you. Seriously? Oh, shit. We were just it talking about that. robbed right on it. We were just <laughs> oh, talking about that. A couple years ago. I just, you have to cut a... Uh, yeah, I will. I will. I got you. Yeah. It's, it's what it says on it. Yeah, it fine. says, Rob, last name redacted. <laughs> people people won't know it was actually said, so I'll cut it out. Okay. But, it says uh, Rob. Also <laughs> like a blank. <laughs> but now we got to go all the way back to 2003. 2003 was a massive year, and there's a couple titles that you hear kind of brought up on here. One of them is Manhunt. Uh, the other is Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. That, that was a big oh. one as well. Star Wars. Uh, Galaxies, the first Star Wars MMO, actually and, uh, rolled Knights out. Of the Old Republic. Wait, wait, and, two, and Knights of the Old Republic. 2003 was Wind Waker and GameCube. Oh yeah, man. I'm oh yeah, buddy. Old. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead, and we'll dive here into 2003. Okay, Rob. So look, walk us through. Just walk us through. Give Give me five minutes to help me understand, or, or if you can do it in less time. Why you think MMOs are the wave of the future? Because honestly, up to this point, we've had what? We've had Ultima Online. Like EverQuest? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, come on. But EverQuest. I mean, who's really playing that? A bunch of weebs. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> no nobody's fucking playing that game. And now you're talking about Star Wars Galaxies is somehow going to be this big watershed moment when we've already had Knights of the Old Republic this year, which is, in my opinion, the best Star Wars game of all time. Now that I finally watched the Star Wars movies. Yeah, and <laughs> since well, 1996. <laughs> 
the thing well, is... Well, it, it was the re-releases that I got into. So. Yeah, but, okay, here's the thing, though, is that Knights of the Old Republic is single player. So, I mean, you're not yeah, actually playing the way it should be. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're boring, though, Alex. You have to understand that everyone's going towards online, where everything's at. Nobody's going to play games. any of these fucking sure, games sure. online. We're going to online on our DSL connection. That's going to work out real well. Oh, yeah, it man. It works out fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, but when, when I drop off, what are the other people here? They're going to hear, nee, 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 er, neener, Like, come on. It's not, nobody wants to hear that shit. Okay, yeah, games. but like the thing is, like you, you guys are worried about these kind of connections, but like, we're never going to have a lot of people playing games anyway. So, well, that's like, true. It's still it's still fairly, yeah, it's, it's, it's always going to be a pretty niche sort of situation, I think, with gaming. Yeah. yeah like, we've played a lot of games, but over the years, is, yeah. Over the years, we've touched on Ultimate, we've touched on EverQuest. But I, I don't really think MMOs are going to pick up. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Agree to disagree, I guess, is really kind of what I'm what I'm thinking as far as that's concerned. Now, is it actually a good comparable to... It, it, okay, like, to compare it to, like, EverQuest and stuff like that, like, mechanically, it's up to snuff, for sure. Okay. But, like, it's got a lot of things, like, the player-driven economy that's, like, completely unique. Uh, the, the crafting system is, like absolutely insane and like, i heard they had like a dancing or some shit yeah yeah well entertainers are one of the classes so there's like a, a whole bunch of you have a stripper class. yeah there's a, so yeah, so i'm gonna be an ula musicians. i'm gonna be an ula yeah You're okay like titties which uh, like twitties <laughs> so in in other gaming news and 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 look i think mmos it's it's a wave it's gonna come and go and and i don't think it's gonna be around for that much longer internet gaming in general is kind of i don't know it's kind of tenuous and it's difficult and i, I just i don't see it taking off anytime soon but what we do have is some single player games and one game that i really liked was Manhunt. Oh, fucking Manhunt. Dude, what a, a just dirty, violent game, man. No, no, no. The problem with Manhunt is there's this huge fucking drama where, oh, no, it's going to make our kids violent. They're going to go and choke people out and attack people, and they're going to wish violence on people. So ridiculous. Uh, like, I mean, that's people. That's what they were saying for, like, so many other games before. So, like, I mean, like, this one just, it shocks people because it focuses around the violence. Yeah, it's not like I've ever wanted to go kill skeletons because I played Ocarina of Time or run people <laughs> over with my horse. <laughs> oh, man. It's so ridiculous, man. Like, why? I just don't understand the, this connection. And, and hopefully, like, in the future, you know, I, I, I would hate to see, like, politicians picking this up too you know around like violent video games and things like that like i just oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't think it'll happen now would probably be the time we should mention um so look there, there was an accident with um oh fuck yeah this with podcast talk uh last week and podcast talk actually ripped apart uh neighborhood chihuahua was it anyway it was a it was a real bloodbath so i released podcast talk into uh the wild i i, I think rob you'd like to introduce uh, our newest podcast animal friend. Yeah, uh, you know, I was thinking about it, and we need something a little more down earth, a little, yeah. a little more um, controllable. I think so. Uh, podcast rat. It's gonna be with us for a long time. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And rats awesome. allegedly very smart. Yeah. Probably not strong enough to kill a chihuahua. No. No. Nope. So, that, so that'd that, be my that's guess. not gonna be a thing in our future. Yeah. You know what? I think you know with this and and some of these titles coming up, honestly, two thousand three is shaping up to be a pretty good year. Oh shit! Uh, Command and Conquer Generals, actually. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. probably the uh, the end all be all for RTS gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I can't imagine they get better from here. No, there'll be a there'll be like a next there'll be another Generals. Game well, I, I can't think of a, a a property though that could potentially be better for the RTS genre. I don't think there is one. Mo- like modern RTS. Yeah, that. like like think about it. What if they took like like I don't know. Like think of a tabletop. What if they took like um, released like uh, uh, Mech Warrior or like Warhammer or something like that? I picked up a 
a game that I'm really excited for, Devil May Cry 2. I've been playing that. First one was out. so good. Yeah, first one was amazing. I think we played that. We must have played that for, what, days, the first one. <laughs> that game was amazing. And number two is going to be phenomenal. I, I feel it. I, I've played just a few minutes of it. I know that there are two characters now. Oh, really? No shit. Yeah, you play as uh, the redheaded chick. Forget her name. I haven't seen anything about it, so I don't know. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, that's her name, Jennifer. You're welcome. Actually, I'm really excited for, uh, or I was really excited rather, but but now I'm not feeling so good about it, was the new Legend of Zelda, because obviously it's Space World 2000 that Nintendo had advertised, like, this is the next Zelda game, looked like it was going to be a more realistic one, a realistic take on, on the franchise. Oh, yeah, Kitty Zelda? Oh, dude, yeah. It, and, and honestly, now it's it's looking like, like a Saturday morning cartoon, like for children. So fucking stupid. They chose. They're going in all this strong direction. Ukraine time got more realistic, more realistic, more realistic with Majora's Mask. Yeah. And then suddenly, kitty cartoons. What's the most insulting thing is, the Ukraine was kind of childish, but you had time travel and all yeah, that Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some cool now, now you have a wand. Oh, yeah. all you do is yeah. sail the entire... They're like, it's a huge map. It's all fucking water. Wait, I'm going to wave my wand and get there quick? Lame. No one will ever buy this. And, and, and here's my prediction. The Legend of Zelda fans are going to completely rebel against Nintendo for this. And Nintendo is going to go out of business. And you know what? They deserve it. Man, do you remember Podcast Rant? That was so much fun. He was so cute. He did not last long. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Age two with cancer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That happens, though, when you get him from a lab. Yeah. uh, But honestly, uh, the upside, he... I actually had a rat that was from the lab, by the way. That was a delay for me. I was drinking my beer, focusing on my beer, and then I'm like, what did he just say? Oh, my God. So, anyway, the next the next clip, for those who might remember, uh, actually didn't occur too far after. It was 2007, uh, yeah. was, it, was it, Adam? And, and, and this, obviously, um, this conversation took a hard turn because, uh, obviously, you know, ultimately, politics did get involved in gaming a little bit. So, we talk a little bit about that. And, uh, and then, <laughs> and, yeah, and also, the, this moment is, is great, too. So, just because of uh, what, what, what transpired, uh, you know, with, with our pets and, and, and podcast rats. So, anyway, without further ado, here's, here's a look back to... 2007. I still don't know what you guys are talking about. Look, Jack Thompson, obviously, he's a, he's a major force, anti-gaming, anti-gamer. He's the one in sitting in Congress in the last week trying to show them just how bad and how violent these games are and how the games make us all violent and dangerous. Yeah. And, so and trying he to... started on music and he's, you know, fuck the police. Yeah. He started with that. Which, honestly, who's ever going to say that? No one's ever going to be like, oh, really fuck the police. Like, really fuck these guys. Like, we're so angry at you right now. The world's never going to get to that point. The police no. are fine. Yeah, the police are fine. He stepped into our fucking ring. He's like, video games are violent. They're gonna... Look at this manhunt game. Look how what it makes people want to do. Okay, listen, listen, bitch. So he stepped into my ring. And I'm the Undertaker. And I'm dropping down from the skylight, ready to light his ass up right now. That's what's going on. That's what this podcast is all about right now. Gaming rights. Rights for gamers. So fuck you, Jack Thompson. Yeah, no, no game has ever made me violent. Yeah, no, well... I, don't I mean, know. nobody went to the hospital, technically. Well, we left before we found out what happened. True. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, any, anyway, yeah, I guess... Um, yeah, I guess, the, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so he just got disbarred in Florida. He's done. Wow. I, I sincerely awesome. hope... I sincerely hope it's the end of, uh, of, of us hearing about Jack Thompson, because honestly, like, I'm completely over it. We have some other news, and, and obviously, yeah, yeah you're... Um, 
So there was a podcast rat, a longtime friend since 2003, and um, recently, uh, recently we we we, we had to um, uh, uh, give him away. There was an incident in the neighborhood. Uh, he was caught uh, digging up digging up the graves of the Chihuahuas that Podcast Talk had taken down, yeah. and um, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for us, for the podcast, you know, for I'm just trying for to rats out what in general. Those chihuahuas did because clearly there's a story here that we're just not aware of. yeah yeah i i think i think there's some history there so anyway uh, uh, good news though new yeah. hot new podcast friend i i brought in po- uh, podcast skunk so i'm so thrilled about this development wait oh my god oh god Jesus adam adam okay so 2007, uh, and Rob, you were just talking about it. Great year in gaming that was, right? Because that you did Bioshock One, Witcher One. Uh, what else did you say? God I mean, War. I mean, Witcher One was a bit of a clunkier game, but it was like the the lead into what it hit back it, then. It, yeah, mean, it but hit. the thing is, like, it, is it, it was it. needed to get to Witcher Three. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I played sure. it when I found out that Witcher Three was coming out, and my friends <laughs> like, you should play this. No. it's amazing. <laughs> no, and I went should. back and no, you watch Wonder- it on watch it on fucking YouTube. Yeah, there was like a, a an, an, uh, an uh, oh, sorry, what, what's it uh, like an extended edition or like a yeah. director's cut or whatever the fuck it was called, and I tried to play it. I fought against the controls more often yeah. than I actually played. <laughs> yeah. The fucking game. Yeah, 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 they were pretty convoluted. Yeah, the the first game's controls make all of the other games feel so much smoother. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to really appreciate Witcher Three, play Witcher One first. And then go play Witcher 3. <laughs> if you want to stab yourself in the eye with annoying things, go play Witcher 1. Great yeah. idea. Great yeah. idea. Terrible so idea. with that then, uh, that concludes our look back over the years at Ronald Geek Official Podcast. We hope that everyone had a fun time traveling down uh, memory lane and, and reminiscing about things. Look, we used to get a lot more fired up about topics back then, I would say. Yeah. Because we cared a lot. Uh, we cared so much. Uh, about eh. the headlines from from back then, and 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 you know, I would say over there, you know, maybe the next hundred episodes, maybe we get back to that, right? So I think it'd be, yeah, uh, yeah be very think passionate. It's important to realize, Alex Jones. I know we focused on those. <laughs> Even the frogs are gay. <laughs> oh man, there is a lot of. I just hope that people realize that we're just as inaccurate and making wrong choices back then as we are now. Yeah, and I think that's we, really we, something to be proud of. The scum yeah. thing, you are never living down that one though. Fair enough. Yeah, that's uh, that's when we had to get new podcast carpet. It's a very <laughs> exciting time for us. Eric, sorry, are we doing the thing? Yes, moron, it's recording. The flashing recording light isn't good. Oh, more of a spark than a flash. <laughs> Just start talking. Yeah, anyway, this is Dr. Boris Orlock. Just chiming in to congratulate the Rollin' Geek Podcast on its... Ronan. What? Not Ronan. Ronan. Ronan? I thought his name was Alec. Damn it. Oh, this is so confusing. Idiot. Anyway, congrats on your silly name podcast. 1,000th episode. That's incredible. 100th. What? It's the 100th episode. 100th? Is that even really worth celebrating anything? It's more than you have, numb nuts. How many episodes we got, Iris? Like I keep track of your nonsense. Oh, that's fine. I didn't even know we recorded anything until about halfway through the third season. I thought it was just for me. Not to worry, Doctor. I've been keeping tally with all the full episodes. Crappy pasta croners. Holiday specials and my show. 
Garth Garfunkel's Freak Show Grandstand. Your total available episodes are 59. That's a lot of nuts! Although season 1 and 2 is not included, in fact, it's not available anywhere. Yes, we don't talk about those seasons. <laughs> because it's garbage. Well, anyway, we gotta get out of here. So, I guess, uh, happy birthday, Alvin. And, uh, congratulations on... a hundred episodes of your show. <laughs> Later! So I guess we'll move on to then uh, the episode 100 actual topics. So now that we've concluded the trip down memory lane and uh, some of those topics are going to include the Umbrella Academy season two with spoilers. We'll say it again. Spoilers abound for, for Umbrella Yay. Academy season two. And uh, I guess first we can start with some of the actual modern day news headlines, though. Yeah. Uh, b- big news. Big who's. Uh, uh, we're talking about the scoop on Fork Knife. Yeah. Woo. I don't even know if there's. Woo. I went looking and to organize all of the news. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, we bring in news topics and we learn about it and we watch it and we, we keep track of it. Nothing, like nothing mattered in comparison to this. I usually take, you know, try and yeah, cherry yeah. pick the important ones, the ones that are interesting. Nothing there was only There was only two, and one of them isn't quite as monumental, but it could still be serious for Microsoft. But, yes. Uh, Fortnite, though, obviously been pulled from uh, Apple iOS App Store. store. Yeah. <laughs> it's been pulled from the App Store, so iOS it's been pulled from, and yeah. also the Google, Google Play Store. Plays, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently this is over dispute regarding uh, monetization for the game. So the way that uh, Epic is handling this, they're trying to pull the monetization internally. Yes. So basically you purchase currency through the game, uh, how through Epic Game Store or something like that? In or the like... game, they implemented in the code of the game for yeah. the app. For yeah, that they implemented their own store so that you aren't using Apple or Google's transaction system, right? Like Apple Pay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, which of course, with, I'm not sure with Google, but with Apple, it's 30 percent, right? So, for any yeah. purchase that's made on on the App Store or within an app there on the App Store, it's 30 percent of different apps doing different percentages i don't remember off the top of my head but i think amazon might be one of them where it's Mm. a lot less or something i don't remember the details of where what game what games were but basically there are some games that are far less like 15 percent okay the amount of money that goes through it is just so high that it just doesn't make sense to be at 30 yeah and i I would think fortnite's one of the one of the top ones on there but yeah apparently they ran into the same dispute with google so it's it's an interesting case and it'll be uh interesting to watch to see if you know a if someone relents and how they relent and and b if it goes to court exactly what what's ruled in court rob and i and unfortunately rob and i because it became so quick topic hot hot topic right away we we spent all of our energies violently discussing it not really that violently or energetically discussing it on discord as far as i can tell so yeah so we have heated conversations but the one thing uh that that we do as friends is we are we are able to defuse those situations by steaming it out uh, afterward for five to six hours. <laughs> like, uh, I, th- I thought you were going to say by actually measuring dicks. No, no, no. So uh, it's, in it, some circles, that's, no, that's the way to kind of, we have some circle jerks. That's the way to do yes, it. Yes, absolutely. We, we've actually had conversations where other people have become upset 
because they thought that we were like legitimately like <laughs> yeah. tearing at each other's throats. Yeah. And we were like laughing. They're they're like, oh my God. You're like, no, dude, this is just the way it is. Yeah. And then five minutes later, we're laughing. Well, I know. We, we've, yeah. You guys have been in on a podcast before. And I know that because I typically put the guile theme to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like, we, yeah, we can definitely get into it. But like, it, yeah. So this so one was fun, though. The discussion we, we started having, I want to kind of re go over that discussion here because I think it is an important discussion. Which so, is... well, let me guess. Adam's a, or Adam, Rob is a huge supporter of apple yeah, so he's yeah, he's yeah. coming he's coming down fully on the apple side <laughs> no i think you're horribly wrong oh just shit as, just as every other year you've ever had oh here. shit okay well <laughs> <laughs> um no basically rob went on the side rob th- there is a level of agreement and there's some information that came out a little bit later that yeah yeah i i think balances out in a little bit more in your direction but not 100 percent. and sure, sure so sure, the discussion sure. here was that um, they took off the thirty percent, right? They, Epic is trying to get rid of the thirty percent. They want to take the transactional system into their own hands. Yeah. So to to make it cheaper for the end user. Yeah, and it seems the one thing I didn't know was that they did in fact make it cheaper. Yeah. The prices in the transa- in the Epic Store. <laughs> yeah, they, were cheaper the, the, than the in, in if you bought it from the Apple Store. <laughs> did you see how they had it laid out too in their no. UI? It was literally like you can pay nine ninety nine. Or seven ninety nine. <laughs> Which one do you want to pay? That's hilarious. <laughs> That's brutal. That yeah, they're, is brutal. They're trying to make a point. Or, or at least that was an image I saw. But uh, they knew I, when I they did this, this the lawsuit was coming. Oh, I'm sure. Like, there's no way you circumvent somebody's platform like that and they, and expect for them to just be like, okay. Well, Epic probably has an army of lawyers ready to kind of take that on. Anyway. Epic's got so much money now; they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So, so they're think, making. I mean, when when we looked it up, and uh, maybe we talked about it recently but i was looking it up to see just how much money they make and i think epic pulled in like five billion dollars last year in gross profit so yeah, which, which isn't even the biggest there's companies you know like activision blizzard that pulled in over six billion i think yeah. ea was close to seven what's valve so, uh that i didn't look at <laughs> that i didn't look up but they're still they don't even have a candle to apple oh apple's a whole yeah yeah a whole yeah, different yeah, giant. totally yeah. totally different beast yeah so, but it's also a fluctuating giant so that's true the problem here and Okay, I'm glad that they brought the um, prices down, but I think they're doing that in the lawsuit. And what I'm concerned about is, let's say, let's say the lawsuit goes in Epic's direction, mm-hmm. right? I'm worried that over time that price will increase to be they're just taking full profits, which is fine. I don't, I don't give a shit if they get full profits, but they need to make sure that at all times, forever in the future, if they win this lawsuit, there is always a saving than if they did it the other way around. Yeah. If they ever break that, which they'll never tell us they will, and I highly suspect because corporate companies will yeah. never know, they'll just suddenly be making all the money, 100% of the profit rather than part of the profit. The main concern I have with it is right now Apple is an American company, and or at least they have American roots, and they are part of and subject to the American law system, North American law system, Canadian and U.S., yeah. and so is Google because of the way they work. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is let's say there was a breach. Let's say there was an antitrust breach of, of laws for their, that transactional system in Apple. Then we have someone to go after, I guess would be the right word. <laughs> yeah, we, we, have a, we have a straw man. Sweet. We, yeah. We, we have someone that we can attack. We have someone we can penalize legally. However, what I'm concerned about is, okay, we switch it over to the other way where we have all the companies handle their own transactions. Sure, that might save us a few dollars here. And it also, part of the huge benefit here is it does it takes the power out of one 
company's yep. hands. Yeah, yeah. Which is a great power, I think. A great thing to do. The problem is, is you're going to have the three or four companies that are, you know, white knights, the golden the golden few, the ones that actually do it right and do it correctly and have correct security standards, have correct management, aren't fucking monsters. The problem is, is you're going to have 90% of what's on the Google store and Apple store are going to be monsters that are centralized in another country. So that if they do steal your credit card data, your data in general from, you know, because you're using their transactional system, Mm -hmm. the U S government, the Canadian government is going to go, nothing we can do they're in bangladesh fuck off and now you've just lost all your shit you've lost control of the system so i think what is the right answer which will never be a a thing that can happen separate commission sorry like a third-party commission that would that would be a manage that yeah you could do that um i think the the most correctest of answers is use the apple thing but the other companies the companies that um have their stuff on Apple Store. They need to uh, rally. Well, I forget the right word. I can't think of the right word, but they need to fight against Apple and say, get your percentages down to a reasonable amount. Yeah. That's what they should be doing. That's their job to do that. Yeah, and honestly, that's effectively I think that's effectively what they're kind of trying to do. Because they're if, if you look at their statement, they say it's not, we're not just doing this for us. We're doing this for everybody. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying to make the system more better. And, and I mean, when, when they finally achieve making the system more better, I think, honestly, everyone stands to make a little bit more money, right? Because then there's not this tension happening uh, in, in between. Yeah. I, I think that ultimately, if what comes of this is Apple still gets to have control of the transactional system. They're still well, I mean, to blame. It's, ultimately, it's their platform. But their percentage goes down by a large margin. And we, as the consumers, see the value in that. Yeah. That would be the perfect outcome of this. Yeah, but they're greedy bitches. Well, the the bigger issue too here is that you also can't really easily load uh, a game onto an Apple device unless it comes through the App Store. Correct. Right. So, like, that's another big issue here. Is now all of a sudden all of these people who are players that played through Apple devices, they're shit of luck. Yeah. yeah the good... the, the Android users are all on the APKs. Yeah, the yeah. good news is, is if you have it installed, you can still play it. Just because it gets removed from the store doesn't mean it gets removed right, from your phone. Right. Yeah. And any updates come through the game itself. So you're fine there. So but, I mean, just they're, don't they're, fucking under, uninstall the game right now. Well, it also has to come with purchases. Like, they can't do any purchase refunding right now or anything like that. Well, I think the purchase store for Epic is still up. Ye- so you can still buy directly from Epic right now. Really? This is, yeah. is going to end oh. up being like Flappy Bird. When people were selling phones that had Flappy Bird for like thousands yeah. of dollars, so that, that's going to be it's going to be like with fork knife, right? Because there's going to be people who are like, "Hey, I have an iPhone, you know, 10s that still has fork knife on it. I'll sell it to you for three thousand dollars, so you too can play fork knife uh, on right phone. on the phone." But and and will have to sell it without wiping it, obviously, because because they got to keep fork knife on. Yeah. It. So I, I think honestly that that's the way this market is headed right now, and and I'm. Uh, I, I might have at least one device that has it downloaded right now. I have a Pixel 2, and I'll say it right now, the Pixel 2, I'll sell to you for $5,000 <laughs> US. So uh, it's completely on you. What happens with that phone? Wait, is this Fork Knife or is this Flappy Bird? This is Fork Knife. Oh, okay. And if it had Flappy Bird, I'd be selling it for like 10K. So just be happy that it's only Fork Knife. <laughs> I think no matter how this happens, whether good or bad, um, it's going to change the landscape of mobile gaming. It could change the landscape of mobile gaming. It's going to take I mean, a few years to co- kick, to I, finally go through. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I hope it does. I hope it. I hope it, at the end of the day, this is a more positive thing than negative. But uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. 
I guess. That's it. <laughs> that's it. No, they, we're, we're in a phase where, okay, <laughs> this thing has started. The yeah, ball is rolled. Yeah, the ball the ball is in the air at this point. And yeah. we're just, we're, we're waiting it for it to hit the court so that people can start playing. One thing I do, I love their ad. Oh, the Epic ad. Yeah, I think oh, it's a bad yeah, yeah. Idea. They, they they did. They released the ad. It was a bit of a dig. Yeah, uh, at Apple. A little, little bit little of a dig. dig. <laughs> they yeah. did. That went six feet deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That oh was, man, that was. I love that they did I that have, shit. Man. I will applaud that. Shit. But they had that thing ready immediately, so you know for a fact <sighs> that when they were planning on doing this code, because it takes a while to, to implement that code in an app. They knew this was going to happen, so they built that. They were ready. The, they were ready. They were pre-building it, ready for the it. The thing is, like, I this is the one thing I hate about Epic, because I love Epic so much, like especially prior to their store. But like, I don't even mind the store. It's the exclusivity I take a problem with. But other than that, Epic as a company is Epic. <laughs> like over the years, you watch the decisions <laughs> they make. They're they make smart fucking plays. And as soon as that hit, I was like, that's the epic I know. They're certainly good at navigating <laughs> the landscape, that's for sure. Oh, they've never been bad at that. Yeah, they've yeah. never been Very bad impressive. at that. Very impressive. And they know that they're doing a good job because they're targeting players and going, Apple is taking away your money by blah, 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 blah. And they are putting the people against Apple. They know this. They're yeah. so smart with this. Yeah. Apple's no, it's fucked. Yeah, that's the thing is because this is kind of like an ambush strike at this point. Like Apple, they, they were not ready for this. And they even, really goaded, they even did a good job of goading Apple into the lawsuit. So first of all, Apple has to pay more of the, the horse's share of, of money for the yeah. lawsuit. And they can also be like, look, Apple sued us. Yeah, it's They're true. the dicks. Yeah, <laughs> it really is a Yu-Gi-Oh, you've activated my trap card moment, <laughs> which is pretty fucking phenomenal. So I guess we can move on then to the next bit of news, which which kind of made headlines over this week, which is the the official yeah, pushing. Right, right, good call. It's it's yeah, it was the right call, especially following the Microsoft showcase where they first showed a little bit of the game. People yes. said, "Oh, it looks like Halo Three. Good job, guys. Very good. It looks like the Forge in Halo Three. And I guess maybe <laughs> maybe maybe in fact, sorry, the way you did that side, awesome. sideline sideline here. Um, people are like Forge experts are actually recreating the maps they saw in that preview. Oh, no. That is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is so fucking funny. So anyway, it's it's been pushed. Jack Thompson. Oh, Jack Thompson. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's <laughs> Where did that come from? We haven't talked about him since 2007. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking Phil Spencer so actually came out and said uh, that, that it's it's in 2021 the release window now he didn't say exactly when and uh, for all intents and purposes it genuinely sounds like 343 made this decision and and not Microsoft so I I, I, I think they they chose to, to have their game pushed so I, I think it doesn't bode great well, for the series everyone X. made fun of the graphics and then 343 is like see Microsoft and Microsoft like okay. well Microsoft's first defense was oh but it's we're gonna it's gonna be free to play 
the multiplayer is free to play. Yeah, it's but, like a battle royale, and it, and it didn't matter because people still didn't give a shit. They're like, but it looks like crap. The, the thing is, like, the way you just did that voice, that's like perfect because this is exactly the same. But well, we gotta ship it with that. Yeah, we can't we can't ship the Xbox. Though. It's a piece of hardware. It needs to be. Here. They they didn't consider a the launch Kinect. window in which they wouldn't have Halo Infinite. They yeah. didn't even consider it. They didn't. Yeah. It wasn't even a thought to them. And then now the most killer app that they were about to launch with is out i mean there's still great third-party titles coming out uh which we talked about a couple episodes ago however um nothing big first party nothing oh, so microsoft has always been out of touch though with reality a little bit a little bit i mean i think they do a good job at the end of the day but they're always way out of touch. i think i think honestly they should push the series x personally i think they should push it i do not the think problem... it should launch in the same window as ps5 i no. think it's a bad a bad fucking idea i agree so I mean, I know why they're doing it, because otherwise they're like, that's a whole month we're going to lose market share. My- Microsoft, Microsoft, push the fuck out of it. Yeah, because Push it out of 2020. Think, blame not, it, blame it on COVID. Age, people are not going to take the first thing that comes up. They're going to wait for the And experience. blame it on COVID. Blame, blame it on any. <laughs> I think the yeah, PlayStation is better anyway. So I don't know if I necessarily agree with you, Robin, the fact that they won't take the first thing. I think people are already, at this moment in time, they are already set which console they're getting. If they're only That's getting what I'm saying. Yeah. So if they push it, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was literally you're right. my point. Wow. I can't believe you I literally can... like you're wrong. Here's your point again, but it's just the words. <laughs> I don't believe it. Rob, you're wrong. Now that I'm saying words, you're right. There's just there's just This is ridiculous. This How is ridiculous. Can I do that? Oh, it's amazing. It stays in the edit. Go, oh, go, go. It's it's staying. So yeah, honestly, I, I think it's the best thing for him, and and, and honestly, Rob, as, as you're saying, they, they lose less market share by pushing it, right? So uh, in in the words that Rob used, just no, my argument's better. <laughs> no, it's better when I rephrase it and say it again. Yeah. that's Adam's motto. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, Halo Infinite's gone. Uh, maps look like Halo Three maps, so whatever. Like we'll we'll we'll, we'll persist somehow I, honestly, with our PS5. Infinite will probably be a good game. When it comes out, it'll probably be great. Uh, the <laughs> fact that they're focusing on the multiplayer tells me I don't give a shit. No, I know, but that doesn't matter. I mean, for a Halo fan, though, it's probably going to be a good game. Look, we'll be poised to say it's the greatest game ever made by Microsoft when they pay us to say it, which we're still totally open to. You just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Toss us a few bucks, uh, and, and we'll do that. We'll do exactly that for you. So oh, there man. you go, Microsoft. I want to play more Sea of Thieves. Now. That's the caveat. <laughs> oh, Sea of Thieves, yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. It's out on uh, Steam now, too. Yeah, yeah, good, good. That, that's where it will stay for some time. <laughs> so, you won't be playing it on a Series X, probably. Um... So anyway, moving on, uh, those are the big headlines. There was a Nintendo Indie Showcase, nothing too huge from there. There is a new game from Bastion and, uh, what are they called? Bear with me for two seconds here. Super Giant? Yeah, Super Giant Games. So these guys obviously made Bastion and Transistor, and this one is called yeah. Hades, and it's actually coming out. Uh, Hades is already out. Oh, it is already out? Then it's being ported to Switch. Oh, another yeah. <laughs> another another port to Switch is going to be Untitled Goose Game. That's the only other one you might oh, know the name to. Untitled Goose Game is getting co-op. Is it really? Yep. Oh, God. Wow, right for I'm co-op I'm so in this game. fucking excited. Yeah, yeah, right Are you kidding co-op. me? That game looks so stupid. I, if I get to play co-op with somebody, oh, it's yeah, going to yeah. be good. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think it follows a rich tradition of, of animal-titled games like Goat Game as well, Goat Simulator. Uh, very, very good game, very solid co-op in that as well. So, yeah, yeah. very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. I don't even know if it has co-op. <laughs> the game was goofy, though. Anyways, that's it for the news items, and uh, we'll probably get into Umbrella Academy Season 2 with spoilers! Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. That's the spoiler alert. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, you would <laughs> He'll too. like it a lot. So I guess we'll get into Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Tricks Don't. on you. I'm into that shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Adam, Adam wants to be slapped, but he also wants to be nude when we do it, so it's weird. <laughs> Shop and laser my tits. <laughs> <laughs> flap, 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 flap. <laughs> anyway, enough slapping Adam's tits around. So, uh, Umbrella Academy Season 2, I, I think uh, we touched on a little bit uh, last week on Episode 99, yes. the, the, the much-heralded Episode 99. Yay. And uh, honestly, I think it's time to get into spoilers, because it was a very good season. I'm very excited to talk about some of the twists and turns that took place and some of the performances and uh, and, and even some things that, that I thought maybe they could do a little bit better. But overall, I think it was an improvement on season one. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. As far as I could tell, my impression of it was it was the same. He doesn't care. <laughs> podcast Kitty is on uh, Rob's podcast cat. Yeah, of course, who, who we got after the podcast skunk debacle. Well, yeah, I mean, it looks like a skunk kind of. Though. She does the little tuxedo cat. Yeah. I didn't know you had to remove their sacks first. I just so, kind of picked one up. Oh yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got to get. Don't the sack research out of your pet. Yeah, yeah. Why would you? Why do would that? you fucking do that? Well, I mean, it, I figured it wasn't going to eat a chihuahua. Move on. Thought it was stranger feeding it Fruit Loops too, but whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, as far as I can tell, it was pretty much the same as season one, but better. Yeah, honestly, like, they, they. I think they took everything that worked. In season one, and just made it bigger and sort of extrapolated on that. I kind of felt like it was season one remastered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of was in a sense because some of the story beats were similar. Yeah, it was season one was really just setting up. Yeah, everything. It was it was the origin story. Right, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. season one was the origin. But even story. then, you didn't get much of the origin. Like you don't get. No, 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 no. But I'm saying like the only point that matters though is the point of origin, not the point of when they got their powers. Sure, I guess. I'm just talking like when the story Universe starts. Zero. Yeah, where where we start as viewers. That's yeah. what's, that's what they were. Just so we'll was. get into spoilers here. But but one thing I really liked then, if you're talking about season one that they did in season one that really played well into season two and soon into season three, hopefully soon into season three, is that they pulled uh, their father out, Mister yeah. the Doctor Hargreaves. So they pulled him out of that Reginald season Hargreaves. right away. Yeah. yeah, Reginald Hargreaves. Yeah, they pulled him out of season one right away, and then he was just kind of like a topic of conversation throughout the series. Yeah. Right, and then and then in season two, he's kind of reintroduced, and again we're getting the spoilers now. He's reintroduced because they've traveled back in time, and they're talking with the younger version of his self, yeah. right? And and he plays a part in that story. And then by the end of the season, you find out that there's this other thing that's happened once they travel back forward in time, and there's this thing that happened as a result the of them meeting their Academy. father. It's yeah, like, yeah, the Sparrow Academy. Oh yeah, that so, which is, is all. fucking sweet. And I then, love. The did idea. you see the cube? You see the cube? Yeah. I thought it was a what? floating. I thought it was someone holding the cube. I, was, I think it was just a floating cube. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Is that a person? Was that a, a, I a member? There's, no there's a, so there's a the Sparrow Academy has more. First off, and also um, Ben is number one. Yeah, Ben yeah, is I the number that. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do say that. They do yeah, say yeah, that yeah. in the show. So I think what I really liked is I got the impression. Uh, so Hargreaves from the first one was this mythical creature that you, you almost got this feeling like he knew things that other people didn't and yeah. he knew the future and he knew what was well he was happen. an alien he was an alien you yeah. knew that we, and, and you well only, we didn't know that from season no, one no we didn't yeah. know that no you do know that from you season don't one. know that no. yes you see him on another planet in season one there's a lady who's dying oh and she's like you have to go save we the talked world. about that we talked that it could end up being like a totally different planet yeah, yeah, because right. no, when you're looking at it, it's you're he's right. definitely not on Earth. Right. They didn't. They didn't really specify, but yeah. No, yeah. I remember no, this sorry, guy. They had him take off sorry, his yes, mask. It was. It was. Sorry. It was alluded to. Yeah. Yeah. But we knew that because we already knew kind of yeah. where he was from. Right. But I do like in this one. It it kind of took the 
because obviously, basically, ninety percent of the problems with these characters are their relationship with their dad. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, this is daddy true. issues. This the, is daddy the, issues. The Academy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's so. true. That's it where so much of the drama comes from. Yeah. And you gave me how you want to play a drinking game. Every time they mention their dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh God, it'd be <laughs> fucked. I'd have alcohol poisoning. Every, every time their dad comes up in any way. Dude, and and he fucks them up when he shows up in season yeah. two, man. Yeah. Like he's he's literally like some... physically and verbally and emotionally. The best so. part is you get this whole feeling. In the first one, it, you kind of got this feeling like he's an all-knowing figure. Yeah, he's, just, he's omnipotent. Yeah. He's omnipotent. You just didn't understand him. Yeah. He had you do something. Now in this season, it's more like he has no idea. He's just figuring it out like anyone else. He's yeah, just, yeah. He's just a smarter being than everyone else and can invent stupid shit. But yeah. but when they pull back the veil on the fact that he's part of Majestic 12 and then, of, uh, of course, the other developments toward the end right. of the season, it, it, it starts to make more sense that in some sense he's in control, but just being a part of the Majestic 12 and sort of part of these you know, weird you know, time travel and psyops and things like yeah. that, I, I think uh, uh, they did a good job pulling the veil back slowly uh, so you get the full view of who he is. Yeah, he's just, clearly he's just a smarter <laughs> well, guy. He's not the full veil. <laughs> not the full I, veil. I felt like it was kind of that view that some people have about the fathers where they start growing up and they look, wow, my father knows everything. He's a know-it-all. He's a superhero type character. And then you reach a certain age and you're like, oh no, he's a fuck up just like everyone else. He knows yeah. just as much about the yeah, universe yeah. as I do at this point. And that's kind of the moment they got to at least by midpoint of this, you know, mid right. to end point of the season. Right, right, which right. Which is, right, he doesn't know any, like he knows, he's smarter than most. Yeah. But he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, and I, I think the conversation, so they end up at one point in the season, maybe episode five, they go and they have the dinner with their father yeah. he invites them to the tiki bar for dinner and it's just this absolute meltdown of a meeting where by the end of it he freaking belittles diego to the point where he's like he becomes like infantile in his approach <laughs> to his father and then he has the word with five afterwards and in five it's interesting because he's explaining to him about the time travel and what he's doing right and what he's doing wrong and his father really doesn't seem to know you know what i mean a lot of details about it he simply suggests you know to, to five well instead of trying to jump decades you have to practice first with like jumping seconds right to really master your powers because yes. that's part so of the walk before you run yeah it's part of it's part of five's phasing ability right and uh and anyway the development of of, of reginald hargreaves was awesome it was kind of for me one of the bigger surprises of the season there was another big surprise for me as well in terms of character development that we'll touch on too actually a couple big surprises but uh that's one thing i can appreciate about season two is it dives so deep into these character beats and really fleshing out who these people are based yes. on the events in the show and it doesn't feel like there's a lot of deus ex machina there's not a lot happening no. just to drive it forward right there's there's nothing like that it really felt like genuine in its approach i to do these characters. like the idea that they did a very good job of this character would always do that in this scenario. You c can guarantee, I forget his name, number one, you can guarantee he's a tough guy with the softest of hearts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the they purest of intentions, that. though, as maligned as they may be. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, true. And, and they do stick to that throughout it, right? So, yeah. uh, Vic, uh, Vic, Victor. Victor, yeah. And I, is, it, is it Victor? No. Yeah, Luther? Luther. Luther. Thank you. That's it. Uh, there's no Victor. There's um, no Victor. I, I made that up. <laughs> I adore Von Doom, maybe? I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know where it came from. I still adore Five. He's still the best character. Oh, just, he's obviously your favorite character. He's the grouchy he's old man. Obviously your favorite it's character. A, honestly, and one of my favorite characters, too, because he's an old man in a boy's body. Yeah. And, and the kid who acts him is incredible. Oh, so yeah. Aiden, no. Aiden, whatever his name is, we named him last there's time. There's no denying he pulls that off. Probably He is probably the most entertaining character to oh, watch. Oh, totally. Totally. Because of his pessimistic. He views. pulls it off, man. He really pulls it off. I did like to see right the first, I think it was right at the end of the first episode or maybe right near the middle of it, where they showed off 
the academy in their full glory mm. during that one combat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, when they're battling the Russians. Yeah, like yes. the yeah. opening montage kind of thing. Yeah. Or Great. Combat Great. scene. Yeah. Because for the most part, we don't ever see them really up. showing off their powers. Like, yeah, and by the end of the season, they don't all realize the full potential of their powers either. No, and I think that's the whole point. Is well, the only, only timeline yeah. is they realized it quickly because they had to. Yeah. But this one, they're fucking around more. But at least they're saving the universe still. So, and then as far as the bigger story beats go here, so they're obviously they've arrived back in time because the world was destroyed in their timeline in the future. So five helped them jump back in time, but they all arrived at different points between it, 1960 and 63. In true Rick right? and Morty fashion. Yeah. And yeah. Rick and Morty fashion. And then so they all go about living their lives in 1963. Like, so what you else know? would you do? Yeah, exactly. And uh, at one point, Allison, so one of the sisters, so she gets married and uh, she has like a husband. Think she's starts there for out. like a year, maybe two, I Something think at like most. By the time and she's are. already married. Back in the day, they used to pull the trigger on that stuff pretty fast, man. Back, back in the day, it was like, oh, you've been dating this person for three months. Are you getting married? We don't want you having the sex. <laughs> we don't want you doing that. Yeah. So that's. Back then, that's what you did. So otherwise, you a, it would be unchristian of you. Exactly. It's 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 more Christian to marry off your sixteen year old versus allowing them to potentially have sex with someone else. So it's better <laughs> it's better just to marry him off, go live your life in in, in absolute servitude to this other person. So yeah. yeah, I did like the. I thought they did <laughs> a very classic good job. America. <laughs> they, they clearly had like a B plot there, which was the um, I don't I don't I can't quite think of the right words for it, but freedom no um, subplot. The subplot with um, the, the you know, justice is the, the movement with uh, right. the sister and her husband. And the yeah, thing. yeah. I thought that was probably one of the best versions of that. Of that so you talk about the civil topic. rights. You talk yeah, about rights. civil rights. Yeah, yeah it, it was civil rights. It, it was it was a responsible take on it, yeah. and, and I think they did a really good job of showcasing it. And and there was a bit of tension there too, because so Allison and her husband are are going through the civil rights movement, and they're sort of uh, almost taking the role of like sort of the leaders of the local movement in Dallas, mm-hmm. right at that time. And then, uh, but along the way, we have Allison also refusing to use her powers to really drive the movement forward, right? Because with yes. her powers, yeah, she could have just. Been the movement. Up, uh, she she could have upended up history. She yeah, could have upended history with her powers. I heard right? a rumor that you made it okay. Like you yeah, made yeah. this law, you made that law. Yeah, yeah. Except she only uses it in smaller strokes along the way, right? Which they kind of get to when they show her backstory of when she arrived in 1960s. Yeah. So they, they gave a little bit of that. But honestly, I, I thought they did a really good job of showcasing exactly what it was like back then, and it was just it was just a good take on it. Like I, I think it was honest, and, and and I think it wasn't over the top considering no. the show and the and the format. I didn't get the feeling there's some shows that you know on certain topics, no matter what the topic is, they're like this is the topic we're gonna shove it down your throat. This felt like character development character growth is right. felt important to the story yeah and to the characters i feel like the writers would take every opportunity to be like okay but what does this do for the character what does this do for the character what is yes. this so because it, it just didn't seem like there was anything that happened in it like they didn't it didn't the civil rights movement didn't feel shoehorned in correct right the the, the whole jfk piece in it which was a big linchpin in it yeah. like jfk still has to die he's still got to go and and but diego wants to save him didn't feel shoehorned in, right? Yes. Like, none of it felt shoehorned in, and I was really surprised by that because there was so much happening. That, uh, of course, Vanya had had her, she had amnesia at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, and, I hated that subplot. And But but it, I think it was handled well, so it was a subplot about uh, uh, her obviously being uh, lesbian and falling in love with the, with, with the wife in the family she was helping that take That kind of felt a little shoehorned in, and that, I didn't and think that so. whole subplot, I think, kind of sucked. I would rather it not be a... Oh, she forgot because she hit her head or something like that. I would have rathered her hiding it because she knew she was a weapon. And wanted, I agree, actually. I would have rathered yeah. her known hmm. about it and actively 
bettered herself for it. But, bettered herself but and I, hid it. But I, I don't think, though, that she would have ever gained control over her powers if it wasn't for Ben's sacrifice. I think Ben's sacrifice had to happen for her to ever gain control. So likely she would have already brought Ani into the world if she did know about her powers up until that point. Yeah, but Because she had, she had a couple of years to develop them. You could still have... No, the thing is she wouldn't develop her powers. Because I, she saw that she did end the world. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want her to remember that and been like, "Oh, I'm a monster," and this is her. I wanted the story to be her realizing, "Listen, I have this power. I'm a monster, but I don't have to be that." Because well, her brothers and sisters have obviously gone through that already. She observed all of that. Yeah, yeah. So she well, would be well equipped. To I mean, deal it would have it. ultimately invalidated the needs the need for Ben's sacrifice. No, it I wouldn't think um, so. No, I think I think no, it would have. No, they, they still need to fix everything. But they still need but to like, fix everything. She'll still get. She'll still get caught. Right, refusing to use her powers, yeah. just like she did. But it was, but, she knew about her powers it, but it was Ben's conversation that helped her gain control of her powers. Yeah, but so the government would still grab her because her name's still Vanya. Fair enough. Yeah. And the government would still grab her. All the story would happen. She would just be hiding it all purposefully rather than unintentionally. Unintentionally. Right, yeah. right. And all it is purpose. And then she'd get there and then they'd start probing her and fucking with her. Yeah. And then she would. And then they'd electrify yeah. her. And she's like, holy shit. No, she has to sit there and be like, no, you don't know what you're doing. I'm a monster. You can't. Like, she, I would rather yeah. her in that scenario not have learned what she is at that yeah. moment, but have been trying to warn them. Kill me. Kill me. Like, I'm a monster. Kill me. You're you're doing a bad thing. I don't even think it, need, I don't even think it needed to go that far. No. I think that but, it just like she should have just been like warning them, which effectively. Yeah. Yeah, cool. and and wanting to stop it in the attempt of wanting to save the world. Yeah. So, like, and then, uh, what did you think of the subplot of five meeting older five in the back half of the? That of was the fucking. Season? That was funny. I thought it was great because he meets the older version of himself. They're both still similar. no. He meets the younger version. It's of the younger himself. version. Well, te- of technically, it's the younger version. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he, he meets the old I man. Love that appearing confusion. version. That's yeah, amazing. yeah. Amazing. And he, he explains to the older version, the older looking version, that he is in fact fourteen days older than him, <laughs> which I thought yeah. was pretty good too. I love the fact that it's only been fourteen, 14 days, days for five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For yeah. us, it's been this long ass journey. But he's like, dude, it's fourteen fucking days since I was in those shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> since I shot K- JFK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's wild, man. But and and that was a good twist on it too. And that they still had to end up uh, taking out JFK. No, so. see, that's the, here's the most fucked thing though about that is that all throughout this, Hargreaves is like shitting on Diego and all this other stuff, and yet Hargreaves' goal is only recognized by one character in the whole show, <laughs> and that's Diego. Because Hargreaves yeah. wants to stop the assassination. Yeah. In that moment in time. Yeah. They fuck, him, they fuck it, everything over. Right. And if Diego had actually been able to operate properly, he would have potentially stopped it. Totally. And nobody else had that plan. So it's kind of funny that Hargreaves shot him, shot down the only person who was his actual ally. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't even, yeah, he didn't even know at that time what, what yeah. Diego was capable of. And Diego didn't even want to be his ally. Right. <laughs> Which was like, the whole thing is like, there are so many layers to that whole thing just alone. Like, yeah. that's what I, was, I, I love the show. It was smart because... too, because you got to read between the lines to kind of get all that, right? Because they yeah. didn't lay it out. You no, know what I mean? You no. have to sort of deduce that as you go throughout the series. But of yeah. course, it was in, in the potential future that diego witnessed when when he was in the the what was it the time the time cops yeah the home base or whatever so he goes and looks at the assassination and the assassination doesn't happen because of course vanya's powers are being triggered and a huge explosion happens and she sort of drifts out of the building and uh she's sort of taken as like a russian weapon right and then so what happens then is jfk who doesn't get killed retaliates against russia by shooting missiles at cuba and then russia retaliates against the u.s by sending troops and then ultimately everybody nukes everybody and that's the end of the world so it's just interesting that in both season one and season two the end of the world is triggered by vanya so which well, that's kind of the state that she's 
always the bomb. But but that's I hope her statement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She, and in five statements, she is she was always the bomb and will always be the bomb. But I, I'm just hoping that a season three that that's not that's not all of. It. I mean, it, it wasn't even a season two. All of it that had to happen for for things to kind of work out the way they did. There was, there was a lot more that had to happen. Like five realizing his his powers truly right and being able to take time back in just smaller increments. That was mm-hmm. a big part of it. Them ending up back in 2019, right? So they could they could meet the Sparrow Academy, which yeah. which is now yeah. the new alternate I, future. for Yeah, them. I think, and that'll be more where the story focuses on. Think, oh, totally. I think we're down on the origin stuff. At this yeah, point. yeah, yeah. And uh, but honestly, I, I was really surprised they were able to carry the season as well as they did all in the 1960s, like they did. Yeah. I, I in in many, I think many shows would have used Klaus's cult. Awesome. The Klaus Klaus's oh, cult baby. was an incredible portion of this season as well. I, <laughs> I loved think it. The only thing that the whole story Klaus or the character of Klaus failed at was when Ben uh, took him over. I don't think the actor did a good job of acting as Ben. I thought he did. I thought he did okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he could have potentially done better, sure. But I think that he also, I, I think ultimately he did not bad. Yeah. Because Ben was also trying to act as close. You got to keep in mind. So, like, that's got to be confusing direction. I guess. What did, what did you think about, one one thing that I was a bit conflicted about was the husband uh, of, of the lady at the farmstead. So they they had the boy who had the powers connected mm-hmm. to Vanya's powers. Yeah. So he's the boy's autistic or whatever, and but but he still seems to love his son, and he still seems to care for his wife, and he's not he's not like abusive or anything, and yet he ultimately becomes kind of like like it's not like he becomes a villain, but ultimately he becomes this roadblock in the way of of their happiness and their well being, and 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 I was kind of conflicted about that because I'm like, well, I feel like. Yeah, you know, he hasn't done anything explicitly wrong. He's only done the thing that he thought was right along the way, even though he doesn't appreciate his wife being being gay with uh, with Vanya. But I, I think, honestly, I I don't know if he should have taken the bullet for that like he did. Literally, yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I, I hated really that care. entire subplot. I yeah, was, but, but, but yeah, I but really did you hate him more than the wife? I she I, made her decisions I too, and they both. were they were not great decisions. I, I didn't think anybody was a good person there. Yeah, honestly. One person was cheating, the other person yeah. was like all fucked and it was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was an int- it was an interesting subplot and it just in that yeah, capacity I'm not, I'm not of like there's not, no right or wrong. I'm saying, like I just didn't really care. Yeah. Again, that's yeah. another thing that I wish Vanya that's another part of why I wished Vanya knew that she was a monster or at least considered herself a monster because she's like, No, I'm gonna try, I'm not gonna be that monster. Yeah. I'm not gonna be that person, I'm not gonna use my powers, I'm not gonna do anything. And then she's like, at the end of it all, she split up an entire family. Yeah. Got the husband shot. Yeah. And yep. all this drama. And, and made the kid into a fucking weapon. And made the kid into a weapon. And destroyed and, the farm ultimately which, by the end of the And that's <laughs> when she should realize, to me, that should have been the moment where she came double-backed on the, holy shit, even without my powers, I'm a monster. But then when the kid chose to not be a monster with the powers, I feel like that should be her going... Okay, I can still do this. There's still hope. That if kid, a kid can do this, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I think that, that, that kid should have acted as that the hope good. of yeah. I'm not a monster. That would have been yeah. a good moment. Yeah, and I and I can I can teach him to not be a monster. Man, Adam, exactly. that's right. That would have been awesome. I am really excited to see how that kid plays out. I think she took the power away from him. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Oh no, no, they showed like a clip at the end yeah. where he still kind of had power. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Forgot about that. And so then that uh, that's they I mean that's a thread that I cannot assume they're going to leave lying. Him, he'll probably then, show up as an older adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the new. So the the Lila thread too. I'm curious to see what happens with Lila now that she's a love interest for Diego and also her mother, the handler, aka the handler, is dead. Uh, at the end of the season, for, well, for all intents and purposes. Oh, we should also mention too, Ly- <laughs> Lila, cool character. I loved my favorite scene in the entire season was the kill scene where uh, Five shows up with the axe 
the fire the fire axe to the uh, to the boardroom. Oh right, with all of all of the the CEOs of the yeah. and, and the chair the chair the chair people of the time. Yeah, yeah, the time police organization, and obviously the leader is the fishbowl head guy, right? With with the fish in his in, in his head. And uh, he no, just he proceeds. The, no, he is the fish. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah he is the fish, and he yeah. proceeds to just brutally murder every person I, in the room. I felt like it, it was, was a bit so good. Hand waved like this. This is a corporation or a gump, a body of people that manage time. Well, the whole the whole idea was that normally it's an impossible task. But because they knew exactly where the and where and when they would be, yes, that's why. Like they had no defense other but the than fact the fact that the handler got that information. It seems like it's well, not that impossible. Well, the idea is that somebody who's that high up is supposed to be so vetted. But the problem was that she was vetted. She was super loyal to the organization, but she was power hungry. But then, but then, yeah, but they demoted her. They exactly, would never, they would never have given her that information. Right, but then, right, but then she got it through another way through subterfuge. But that's what I mean. Is I. The fact that she got that information tells me, and she because she was downvoted means they never gave it to her personally, tells me that it's not that impossible. Someone else or, did they did they or, ever allude and like did she have Lila get it? Like did they ever allude to how she does get the information? Know. I don't think no, they did. Yeah, but you, the idea though is that is not. I think you're taking it away in the wrong direction because I think the idea is that you're supposed to understand that the handler is that good. Yeah, and then she's dead. Maybe yeah. because well, there like, was one thing like, that she didn't predict, and that is five gaining control the of problem his powers. Is, yeah, I think yeah. that's an insult to the governing body of the time people. Well, I mean, who cares? I mean, <laughs> well, ultimately, I enjoyed the show, so I yeah. didn't care that much. They're, but they're run by it, sentient goldfish. It did so. bother me, but I, I mean, that. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, but I, I think the idea too is that like almost any um, organization, no matter how old comes to a close at some point. Yeah. yeah. I, I did also, I was kind of upset that the goldfish led them and everyone else was just a normie. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, there should have been more weird. There should have been, been more all weird. Of them yeah, yeah, been yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love, actually, I love too, when I'm, he went I'm, to when Five went to throw the axe at it, the goldfish's head, yeah. and uh, and the fish is like trying to swim away <laughs> <laughs> from the axe as he's doing it. It was so funny. It was all slow mo. It was good. Yeah. It was gorgeous. I love that they they brought back that handler because that's actually from the series, yeah. from the comics. They did a good job. So anyway, yeah. Overall, very impressed with this season. I cannot wait for season three. I would say this is one of the better superhero TV shows that's ever mm-hmm. been produced at this point. Like uh, they really they really made a good go of season two one was good season two was amazing man yeah and, and it's that, interesting that's how to you see, do a sequel yeah th- it's yeah. interesting to see a lot of just better production quality better ideas better character development all of these things coalescing into a better season two because that normally doesn't happen with shows no and uh, usually season two is a lull sometimes season three is a lull and then they pick up after that think back to like uh like game of Walking thrones back. as an example uh, had this massive first season, and the season two, while it slid a lot of viewers, was still kind of slow in comparison yeah. to the first one because there were so many story beats they had to hit in that first season. And uh, and honestly, I think they just did a great job with this. So, yeah, yeah no, hats yeah. off to them. Cool. So that's it for Brawl Academy? That's it. Playing okay. and watching. Playing and watching. Ooh. Play line and you maintain a really good fire on that. I pause it and do it manually no. for each fucking thing. No. Yeah. You fucking asshole. You fucking asshole. Anyway, we are into playing and watching now. As you can hear, the conversation is already heated and it is rocking and rolling. And uh, so Rob's I guess. by Sensei in Warhammer. Well, you it's fucking... true, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? No, you're going to get. I'm going to smack you. So, Rob, so first of all, I keep... he, he is Warhammer Sensei. Playing I guess I should playing start with playing watching. I've been playing more Warhammer Total War 2 because that's just what I do now. Um. <laughs> That's like my job. That's just what I do it's now. Like my job or whatever. I come back to it every single time now. And um, Rob has been my sensei. And there's this whole like you build your formation in the deployment, and then ever as soon as the deployment is done, I have to use like manually so my formation can't stay the same and move. 
I googled at some point how the fuck to do that because I saw I was watching a like someone do multiplayer versus yeah, <laughs> and I saw someone do that. And I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is like, that? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I googled it, figured it out. And only only after you reported them for cheating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like clearly clearly they're hackers. <laughs> well, no, I, I was watching on YouTube, luckily. Um, yeah, yeah. but I immediately I'm like, why the fuck didn't Rob tell me this? <laughs> because he doesn't played. Fuck. He was li- have been the first thing you taught. He was me, literally though, holding it hostage. If I didn't teach you the things I did teach you, you would be an idiot at the game. <laughs> I'm an idiot at the game. I know still. you are, but there are degrees. It's a spectrum of idiocy. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm on the idiot spectrum. You are on the idiot spectrum. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. So, uh, and, and of course, uh, Rob is the resident sensei here. So he he held all the secrets. He held them hostage because you weren't playing with him. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So I, I decided at some oh, point... Oh, this is going to get so good because you said that. Thank you, Alex. It's a great lead up. I, just, well, I know what's about to happen. <laughs> I decided no, to go don't. and look at Rob's no. profile for all of the Total War games. Oh, how many hours, hours I played? So, That's not even accurate, by the way. There's missing a lot of games. Yeah. So well, uh, I just looked at the, yeah, Visually, what, what is available to the public then? What, what, what is the cum? We're talking over a thousand hours yeah yeah holy shit yeah it's, it's, it's like a thousand three hundred it's more than that yeah. i can tell you that's that. wild it's, it's over two thousand i've never put that kind of time in on he a game played, before i mean that's not on any individual well, game yeah no that's all of the series it's, it's all the, the series, series yeah. yeah but damn. starting from shogun one i didn't know it didn't even go back that far no i know that that's what i'm telling <laughs> you i'm like i started this at basically shogun go 1. back to like shogun 2 from Shogun 2 and on, that's how many hours you yes. spent in a Total War game. Which means that you are not accounting for the hours that I have put into <laughs> Rome Total War, Empire Total War. I think War, Rome was in there. Shogun Total War. No, no, not not the not the copies I had originally. Oh, the original ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, Rome 2 I have on there. Yeah, that might be the one. That's the one. I, well, I mean, no, I have the original on there now. But like, they're, you're, they're not going to see a lot of hours because I had them on CDs. Like, yeah, yeah. So, except so, for Shogun 1, which I think I actually may have had as... A downloadable content? No, oh, no, I, I own the things for that. Back I can't remember. No, so no, realistically, Rob, you're closer to 2,000 hours on the, on that series. Totally. Oh, oh, no, bro- yeah. breaking 2,000 for sure. Actually, yeah. probably closer to three. That's wild. Yeah. So, Adam, you finally got into it. Then what else? So, uh, but we I've already <laughs> mentioned that before. Uh, I went back. Uh, so that game is stressful. It is <laughs> to the uninitiated. To the uninitiated, it is it is tough. <laughs> it takes a lot of brain power. And so I get very exhausted playing that sometimes. Sure. Like I'll play it for a few hours straight. And be like at the end, I'm like, oh my god, I'm in like a fever dream. Like, oh my, <laughs> holy shit! So I just like took five nations, did diplomacy with five. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> Great, you enjoy every moment of it, but it is exhausting. And so yeah, it takes an effort. I went back and played a very calm, relaxing game. Nice that I love, Hollow Knight. <laughs> oh my god, wow. that's your safe space now. I, it's my safe space now. I've rebeaten it again for like Jesus the third, Christ. like the eightieth time. Fuck formations, goddamn! Kill this boss without getting hit. See so you do that. You're fucking formations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck your formations. Yeah. It, I just went back and replayed again. It was very chill. I didn't give it on Iron Steel mode or anything, or Steel Soul mode or anything. I just just played it. Yeah. It was it was zen a enjoyable man, mode yeah a man yeah. was like this game is just zen to you now isn't it? i'm like yes <laughs> i am one with the game there's a second one coming up isn't yeah, there i'm pretty there sure is. there is yeah. yeah they haven't announced a date everyone's really worried right now but oh, it'll come out it'll come out it'll yeah. come out i'm willing to just be like you know what i'll stay quiet when you guys put out a good game the last time i shut the fuck up and didn't know about your game and you presented a game 
I loved it. So I'm just going to do the same thing and hopefully it produces the same result. Yeah. I'm going to shut the fuck up and I'm going to wait for it. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the other thing I picked up, I think this might be... So Pokemon Go was probably my first big mobile game that sure. I got mm-hmm. into. Played mm-hmm. that for a decent amount. Yeah. Um, kind of got sick and tired of the always catching the same Pokemon in my yep. area because yep. I don't travel that yeah. much. And even what I do... When I travel, I'm not playing Pokemon Go. It's a downside I'm doing to it. the things that I'm doing and, when I travel. Yeah. And then you played Orna. And okay. then I played Orna. And it yeah. had more or less the same problem with Orna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great game. And now I'm on to the third one that I think actually might stick for a bit longer. Yeah. Which is Eve Echoes. <laughs> oh, I, I thought Just you were going to say actually. like Harry Potter Wizards Unite or something. No, <laughs> no, no. Eve Echoes doesn't require me to walk around the world and I'm not limiting myself to this area. Which Interesting. Is or this galaxy for that or matter. The... You um, just wrote the ad for him. Good yeah. job. Yeah, I don't Matt, know. You're welcome, CCP. We take checks. <laughs> <laughs> um, we say things for money. We would do that. <laughs> We're not shills, but we can be. <laughs> well, We're we'd, only, be. we'd only be shills if we got money. So <laughs> That is the idea, yes. Yeah. Or, or perks. You guys can figure that one out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so I don't even know how I found out about this game. I think I was looking at news or something, and, and it got brought up somewhere. You're looking at nudes. Got it. Nudes, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was on... an ad on Pornhub. No, no, what's that? Ga- game Hub? Game Hub, yeah, Play Hub. Play Hub. Play yeah, Play Hub. Play play hub. Yeah, I was watching some uh, Play Hub. Let's get, play on Play getting Hub. Getting nude with some players, oh you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but... I started, I started reaching, like, there's no... Everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, it's basically EVE graphics... Yeah, on mobile. Yeah, it's basically Eve. There are some some cut downs, sure, but it's basically Eve. Yeah, they like, they, bullshit. They, they trimmed it down. <laughs> they uh, trimmed it down quite a bit. But I mean, yeah. like it, to be, it's not offensive in the sense of like you're like, okay, this is the mobile version of Eve because it's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, I, and I picked it up. I saw some news on it. People were talking about. it. I'm like, okay, their monetization doesn't seem that oh, intrusive. Oh, man, Reddit is like a huge war zone right now where people are like this is a pay to win game, and people are like it's, it's not though. It's no, not, though. <laughs> it does give him an advantage to pay, but the way I look at it, I chose to look at it on this scenario, is you can choose to pay the monthly fee because it is an MMO, so on and so forth. And that's great. You get all... You well, like, get, like, or, so, like, you can play the game and pay a subscription, or you can be like, I don't want to give you money, and they'll be like, okay, well, you can pay, you can play, but at a reduced rate. Yeah. It, that's all it is. Exactly. And I, it's, it's not a pay-to-win game. It is a It is a game... With a free option attached to it. Yeah, it's like the one of those things that I, I saw someone describe it as in World of Warcraft, if you just can't pay this month for whatever reason, you can't play. You don't get to play. You don't get to communicate with your friends on the game. You don't yeah. get to see what they're doing. You don't get to be involved in any way. In um, this case, except from Battle.net. <laughs> the Battle.net social. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. In this game, if you can't pay for a month, you're flying a frigate. You're, you're flying a frigate. Who gives or a Or you're flying a, a, a battle cruiser because I think it goes up to battle cruiser. It goes up to tier as. seven, basically. Yeah, but I mean, the Omega piloting license is only required for, I think, like the last two or three tiers. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so it, it's not that insulting. And, and the thing is, like, the people that need to realize in EVE, when you're looking at ship classes, like, frigates are never not needed in a no. fleet. There's always yeah. there's always a position for the smaller tier frigates because or uh, vehicles like destroyers and stuff like that. Fleets need supporting ships. Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. So like when you're like, oh well, let's pay to win because I can't fly those things. It's like first off, those things are a huge fucking investment. I don't even know what the fuck you want them. You're unlikely going to have them anyway. Yeah, you're <laughs> unlikely to have them first. Secondly. I mean, like, it's you're not less important. Lo- like, a lot of the Lodgy ships are cruisers. Like, 
you can be a very fundamental part yes. of the game without being an Omega level character. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, I wasn't offended by it yeah. in any way, the monetization. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it out. I've always liked Eve. I've always liked the concept of Eve, I should say. Yeah. And yeah, I've always we dabbled this. in it. I've, I've dicked my balls in it, but never it never stuck. Um, yeah. And I think because this is sort of on the go, there's a lot of things that are automated that aren't in Eve. And I kind of like that. You know, I'm able yeah. to just show up, push a thing, do autopilot, put my phone to sleep, put it down, wait for five, ten jumps, <laughs> and then pick it back up again. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, and, th- and that's one thing I find, too. I was going to say, though, because the whole thing that you were talking about, Eve, is like you never got into, like, corporations. And stuff no, like I, that. I got into one corporation that was really a bunch of friends on Discord. Yeah, yeah. But it, they didn't really, like, they were, it's one of the things where they were so far above me. Yeah. That I felt like the little, it didn't feel fun because I, I wasn't really contributing. Yeah. I went on missions with them. We had but, fighters but, and do. You were the squire, effectively. Y- yeah. I got your sword, sir. <laughs> and that's kind of into like, Adam, come here. We got it. We're going to do a thing and we're going to mine. And we have fighters with us because we're doing low sec and this is interesting and cool. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is fun. We're doing it as a group and community. And I, they're like, okay, my hull is, I, I don't know sizes off the top of my head. I can hold the fucking dwarf star in my hull. And, I, and they're like, here, Adam, here's like a pebble of the dwarf star. And mine, like, I can't fit it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fit. <laughs> It just—it was pathetic. And I'm like, I'm not contributing at all. So I, yeah. because I'm—I I was conscious enough to know that I wasn't contributing. They it were just like, unfun. I was the little brother with the disconnected controller. That—that's that, <laughs> that, interesting, Adam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So because I never felt like I—and I, I always felt like the amount of hours I would need to really get to their level was too much for me to invest in it. I could never get fully invested in the game. That was my problem. Is even if I was in a corporation, I. I couldn't invest the amount of hours the game asked me to invest with the other people. Yeah. What? Uh. So I know Eve is a is a game with a, with a pretty storied community with a pretty in depth community. How is the community translated over into the mobile version? Is it the same people playing the game, or is it like a whole new crowd or a mix? There okay. seems to be some new crowds of people who don't know what to do or how to do things, like myself. Yeah. yeah. And there does also seem to be some other people who, it, hilariously enough, there was one guy. He, there is chat constantly on. Uh, local chat and one of the guys was playing the normal eve while playing on the mobile version fucking interesting <laughs> interesting wow that's like a lot of playtime that would end up being so to play They're both different versions. universes right different oh are they yeah. Different uh, universes. Uh, yeah so your what you do in one does not affect what you do in the other right. in the other. but cool. one thing I, I wanted to tell you about uh because I, I know that this was a thing that was available back in the day i'm sure it still is I'd have to look into it with Current Eve, but um, it's a shame you missed out on it back then because I was a part of it. Uh, there's two f- uh, corporations. One was called the Red Corporation. The other one was called the Blue Corporation. <laughs> and they literally had a corporation war going on, and they would like schedule times, and then everyone would go, and there'd be huge engagements. So you could taste what some of the wider really game cool. was, and you can you know learn how to play so there was really no animosity there they just they were like fun. hey this is for fun we're, people they're to like go blow up ships yeah they're like we got a bunch of ships here you go this, this you is what fly. you can work up to yeah ultimately and that's like, cool and it that's was cool. it was just fun it was just community fun yeah give people a little bit of a vision for what they can achieve in the game yeah it was, yeah. High, it was high sec it was high sec good. uh like so it was like fighting with gloves on that's really cool yeah nice. so nice. I'm, I'm sure even if it's not around which i'm sure it is um 
I'm sure there's other people who are doing something similar. I think they did a they put in a very good system in the regular Eve because Eve is so dense and complex, which was the mentor system. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was a great idea. For, for where it worked. Yeah. For where it worked, yeah. Cool. So, um... That's pretty much my plane of watching. What about you, Alex? Uh, oh, okay. Well, I, I have... The only thing I really have to talk about that's new would be I did go and watch Harley Quinn. Yeah. As many episodes as I had recorded on the PVR. Uh, it's a great show. It's a really great show. I, I, I really enjoy the fact that they've taken... It's a comedic take now on... The DCU is, is similar oh, yeah. to how the MCU took sort of a comedic take on, on a lot of their films. And, yeah, and... I was like the adultness of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, uh, they it say, comes through more later on, too. They say fuck a lot. There's a lot of mur- like uh, violence murder. and murder. And yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of uh, uh, not nice subversion happening. Uh, there's definitely um, uh, sort of a love triangle going on with Ivy. So it's, it's Poison Ivy and... Uh, uh, Harley Quinn, and of course, who's the who's the I don't kite, even, kite man? Kite, yeah, kite, he's basically kite a man, man who flies with a kite who's a supervillain somehow. Over time, you you'll realize that's not a love triangle. Yeah, yeah. They, the two girls are exactly that close emotional best friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'll never be anything. But. And they actually do a good job of kind of digging in on that in various episodes, right? I love Ivy. And yeah, I, yeah. That and show. and they're doing such a good job with it. And then some of the side stories are just ridiculous, like King Shark, like him going down <laughs> and like. Having to marry this rando whose parents set him up with, and then, then he's talking about how religious they are on Sundays, and Sundays are all anyway. It's just so stupid. And then uh, trying to think of some other favorite moments in it. Um, I like that Harley Quinn met the reformed Joker tending a bar. Uh, right. So yeah, yeah, Joker who had been healed or somehow wasn't crazy anymore, and yeah. he was like the most conservative, like vanilla guy, like she never met. <laughs> oh, and by the man. end of the episode, she's kicking him into the vat of acid again. Yeah. <laughs> it was good, and I love. Jim Gordon in that episode, he's like, oh my he's, god, Jim Gordon, he's like, he's fucking he's all, he thinks he's such a badass, but he wants to do what Batman's doing. <laughs> so like, Batman like gets him inside the Batwing, so he feels like he's doing something by shooting down the these dark side drones or whatever. And uh, he's he's oh, I want to fly it, I want to fly, I want to be, I want to be the one flying it. I don't just want to shoot and pull the button, you know. Like it was just so funny. Like he was complaining <laughs> about it, and then uh, he just he thinks he's so badass. So <laughs> just he makes some comment about like like. I don't know, someone slathering all over his knob or whatever. And yeah. somebody's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I'm talking about my dick, obviously, or something like that. Like, just <laughs> some, some really stupid joke. Gordon's amazing. Anyway, I think they did such a good job with doing a comedic take on all the characters in the show. And, and then there's some other random ones. Like uh, when they went to Themyscira for, for the bachelorette party, there was just some rando who was friends with Ivy since childhood who was on that trip. Yeah. And <laughs> she, she just spends the whole trip getting fucked up. Like, it was so good. Like, who is this person? It was just some random regular person who she went to school with or whatever. I, I fucking love that series. Yeah. They did I a really good had, job with it. It is very rare that I find a series that just produces so many laughs for me consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, I love the interactions when, when they do have like uh oh like the drone battle going on you have the justice league there you know what i mean so you have yeah. wonder woman and, and superman <laughs> and batman they keep saying and doing stupid things <laughs> throughout the battle and then realizing that they fucked up so it was just that that was good too and then at one point ivy hits all three of them with her love serum or her love powder or whatever oh yeah and so Fair batman love. and wonder yeah. woman start talking to each other like time to see what's underneath that armor and like it was just <laughs> it was just so stupid like i couldn't believe it anyway man yeah good show i'm really digging this one good. so i think it's good and then, uh there's some big voices in it too i'm oh, yeah. realizing like immediately i heard uh in in the mind of what was it, psycho what's his name uh, psycho, yeah. psycho yeah, yeah psycho so jason alexander 
Oh, so Doctor Psycho. Yeah, yeah, okay. Doctor Psycho. It's got to be Jason Alexander. I don't know who Jason um, Alexander is? Uh, he played. Uh, he was in Seinfeld. Well, I mean, uh, oh, what's it? Ivy or sorry, um, the short bald dude. Yeah. So yes, Katie, that is him. Holy shit, it is him. Uh, what's it? Uh, the who plays? Um, oh my god, main character Kaylee Cuoco. Kay- yeah. Yes. Is Harley Quinn? Yeah. Thank you. And uh, god damn it! Wow. Yeah. So honestly, I'm brain work great today. I'm pretty impressed with it, though. Uh, other big names on there, uh, names I recognize. Um, bear with me. There was another one. Oh, Jenny Slate does a voice in it. So she's actually from, uh, she did also voices for like Lego Batman, Lego movies and stuff like that, and, and video games as well, I believe. And there was another couple of ones. I don't know why. Bear with me, guys. I'll cut the silence out. But um, Oh, and really quickly, since you're cutting this out. Uh, sorry, I'm only messaging because kind of an emergency. Go for it. Uh, that's all. So I'm good now. <laughs> Bear with me while I pull up the wiki on this. I don't know why it's so hard to find the wiki on this. God, even podcast cats asleep, man. Come on. I know, dude. I know. This is terrible. There's going to be a huge portion of this I cut out that nobody knows ever existed. So yeah, this Kaylee. Be one hell of an edit. Yeah. So Kaylee Cuoco is Harley Quinn. Lake Bell is Poison Ivy. That was a big one. Alan Tudyk does the Joker. Yes. Clayface, yeah. Calendar Man, Doctor Trap, and Condiment King. So yeah. he, he knocks out a ton of those. Tudyk's, Tudyk's always been good, though. Yeah, Jason Alexander is Cyborgman, who we're saying is Doctor Doctor Psycho or whatever. Yes. And uh, JB Smoove is Frank the Planet. So supporting, uh, I thought there was even a couple in here. Diedrich Bader actually did Batman. He does the voice of Batman in this, yeah. which is awesome. So and then uh, somebody named Brianna Cuoco is Batgirl. So I'm guessing that's Kaylee Cuoco's sister or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So same last name, and there can't be that many people with it. Andrew Daly is in this as Two-Face, the president, Mr. Miracle. Andrew Daly was uh, previously on The Daily Show. He used to do a lot of the bits for The Daily Show back in the day. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is in this as Lex Luthor. Nice. Yeah, which obviously he's been a fan favorite for some time now because of his roles in Breaking Bad and Mandalorian. (laughs) So thank you, Giancarlo Esposito. That's Wow, that's kind of interesting. We've Yeah, anyway. And then uh, Tom Tom Holland. Er, <laughs> this guy named Tom Hollander. Yeah, he plays yeah. Alfred Pennyworth, not, not the actual Tom Holland. And then uh, Phil Lamar is in this as a bunch of characters, including Black Manta and Lucius Fox. Um, dude, fucking every Chris Maloney is in this as James Gordon. I didn't know that. That's the perfect role for him. Yeah, I guess so. He was actually in Man of Steel as well as the commander guy, military commander guy. That's so. him? Yeah. That's boring. Yeah, what are, you, what are you talking about? He's from SVU. That's his claim to fame. Alfred <laughs> Molina is Mr. Freeze. This is dumb, dude. How many great actors they got in this? Wanda Sykes is Queen of Fables. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, she does such a good job as Queen of Fables. I'm floored have by you, it. Have you seen Queen of Fables yet? You haven't. No, right? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, man. You're in for a treat. Uh, God damn, dude. There's just so many great names attached to this series. And, and I bet of a lot of it, you know, because with series nowadays and technology is Now that we've just gone through the list of all the cast members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, dude, like, look how long that took of how many great cast <laughs> members are in that, man. Like, it's ridiculous. And anyway, I'm, I'm loving it. There's a lot of talent behind it, obviously, based on e- even just the cast list is really good. And uh, I do highly recommend it for anybody who wants to see something funny that also takes place in the DC universe. And honestly, probably some of the best DC content to come out in a long sadly, time. Sadly, yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe until we get the Snyder Not sadly, cut. celebrate, yes. Good DC content. Thank That's you. true. That's yeah, yeah. True. So let's keep rewarding them with views and, yes. and, and PVR downloads and, and let them know that this is the direction we want. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think that, like, more of that, please. Thank you. More of that. Might have some more, sir. And yeah. other than that, all I've done in the last week is played um, 
uh, Ghost of Tsushima got back into that finally. Right. And uh, man, uh, with with uh, the wife and, and and the Baron being gone camping again, man, I, I dumped some time into that a couple days oh. ago. Man, Woo! dumped some time into it a couple days ago. Nice. Had a serious uh, had a serious play sesh there, but I made it into Act Three in the game, so I, I unlocked like the best armor in the game. And and when I can tell you, man, there are some. There are some dramatic moments that happen in that game heading up to Act 3. So it's actually, some of it was kind of shocking even, like uh, some of the story beats in there. So I do highly recommend it for people. The game looks great. Just too bad it's exclusive. Woo, buddy. It's good, man. It's good. I'm I'm enjoying it more and more every time I sit down to play. Yeah, I'll I'll pick it up at some point. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's, uh, my playing and watching. Rob, take us home. Oh, One Piece as well, actually. I've been watching One Piece. Really? For the first time. Fun. I'm digging it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm digging it. I'm like 15 well, episodes in. I've got so many better things for you to watch. <laughs> so, but it's like a classic. And like, yeah, but I'm that just, does not matter. I'm trying to see the through line from no, that to other you, series. The no, Flintstones are a classic either. too, and it still sucks. Yeah. Mm, no, I don't okay. Think it sucks though. This. I will tell you this. I bet I can get you hooked on another anime and you'll forget about One Piece. No, but you. I'm sure you can. I'm not denying yeah. that there's better shows out there. Of course there are. I'm, I'm not, not watching not, it. But like, One Piece is actually quite good. It's I'm not watching just, it because that it's is like... a time investment. I, I'm interested in it because they're like 600 episodes in. I'm interested yeah. in it because it's like the longest running fucking anime of all time. Like, uh, How long is Naruto? Not not as long, and it's spread across two different series. Well, Pokemon. Uh, well, I mean, all series in, yeah, but it's not all like Ash. This one is all Luffy and what? Zoro. Could, and... The, wait, there's a Pokemon series without Ash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. That's, like, that's, that's all I got. A lot of them? <laughs> Surprise. I didn't know that there was any of them that didn't focus on Ash. I thought they were all just Ash with different companions. No. Yeah. I don't think so. By the way, pretty I sure, quickly... sure not. I could be high. I don't know. All right. I'll, we'll look it up for next time. Um, yeah, good idea. One thing I, I want to bring up is the reason it's not on my fucking Let's Play because Horizon Zero Dawn sucked as a port, apparently, and glitches yeah. for everyone. Did they end up fixing that? No. Oh, well. So, Rob, take us home. <laughs> uh, on the anime front, actually, I was watching Rise of the Shield Hero. That was fun. Uh, what else did I watch? Shit. Uh, <laughs> Speed Graffer. That's an old anime. The f- <laughs> Dude, that is, a, that is a risque anime. That, that sounds like a... I don't know, like, uh, it's like a, a serial killer's nickname? That's probably the Speed good. Graffer. About the, about the feel you're going to get from it. Oh, God. It's, a, it's like a... A noir without censorship. Nice. It's it's good. Like it's dark. It's fucked up, but it's good. Or I like it anyway. It's like it's a guilty pleasure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. You can you can then judge me. It's a sinful pleasure. It, it certainly is a sin. Well, the whole thing is. Yeah, I'm not even gonna get into it anyway. So <laughs> it's not hentai though. So. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, what else? Then it has a chance for me watching it. Oh yeah. So there's a um. <laughs> uh. So there's this game. Uh, this is actually kind of fun because uh, you know how Adam bitches about not being in- invited to my games? <laughs> so I start inviting people to this game, right? I invite Adam. I right. Invite, I invite another one of our friends. This, this is an I ongoing thing. Yeah, Adam things. is constantly left out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, No, no, I'm just and, left out of Warhammer And, and so what happens is we're all going to play Among Us, which I'm about to get into is an amazing game. And what happened is instead, Adam decided... Now nah, I'm gonna pitch a different game to this guy, and we're both not gonna show up for your game. <laughs> Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Because he was literally getting on because I just messaged him. <laughs> no, no, that's not what happened. Really? So I messaged him because like, half an hour before, <laughs> an hour before. Yes. I no, I, I well, I messaged everybody in the morning. Oh, so I messaged him. Yeah, so like, hey, fuck you, you. Warhammer. <laughs> this is our friend Andrew. 
uh, you want to play some Warhammer because him and I have been playing it together. And I get online and I go, hey, Rob, want to play some Warhammer because Andrew hasn't answered in the last hour yeah. or half an hour or whatever it was. And Rob goes, no, but how can I? Can I invite you to play Among Us? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll play some Among Us. I got nothing better to do. So I join in the server. I'm, I'm in the Discord chat. voice, yeah. And then I get a message from Andrew going, you want to play some Warhammer? I'm like, fuck this, I'm out. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just abandoned so Among uh, Us. So my, my hatred is for Andrew now. <laughs> All right. Sweet. I, I've honestly, never hated Andrew before, so this is going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> he's such a pure soul. I have I never, I've never heard an insult more scathing and also more personal. So that's brutal, man. That's absolutely brutal. Yeah. Anyway, Among Us, amazing game. It's uh, effectively uh, everyone on a sh- like a ship or a station or whatever, everybody has a goal that they have to like go and achieve some quests. Like, yeah. oh, go restart the navigation system and then go fill up the fuel and uh, work on the electrical for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Because that's your job. And then somebody else will have a bunch of different jobs. But one to three of the ten people you potentially have are imposters and trying to kill everybody. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so it so it's becomes, like a wolf or a secret Hitler. Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's like since it's all interactive, it's a shit ton of fun. And here's the funny thing. It's cross-platform on your phone on your Switch, on, on your phone? PC. You can play with us, yeah. What? Just your phone. No one else's phone. Just yeah, your yeah. phone, though. Just your phone. Only my that phone. <laughs> no, but, yeah, and it's like, it's a fucking riot. Huh. Like, because you're like, who, because you'll find a dead body, and like, you're like, okay. And everybody's just Who was normal? with this guy last? <laughs> it's like, well, I kind of saw somebody with him. It's like, okay, well, did you kind of see him, or did you see him? And it's like, oh, it's like, oh, he's just, he's just saying bullshit. <laughs> He's like, that guy's a killer. And then it's like, everyone, nobody trusts anybody. <laughs> and it's like, you have to like, try and remember who's doing what. And you have to watch what they're doing. The best part is Rob was messaging me when we were joining it, when I was joining it, or going to join the game. He's like, by the way, I'm not chatting in the chat because I'm dead and I'm not allowed to talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. no, yeah, we made it. Yeah. We did make a rule as if you get killed, you're not allowed to talk. Cause otherwise you're just out the killer. That right? makes sense. We're all yeah. playing in the same chat room. Yeah. 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 It's the same way when you play like Wolf or Secret Hitler. You yeah. don't talk anymore once you're dead. Once you're dead. Yeah. yeah. So that that was the rule we had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a fun game. I just wanted to play Warhammer. Yeah, you were wrong. Wow, man. <laughs> oh. Wow. I, I mean, you can play Warhammer anytime. You can't usually get 10 people together for Among Us. You you can make fun of me all you want. Oh, but if I to. didn't play Warhammer, Cetra the Imperishable would have killed me. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great job, Cetra. <laughs> Good job. All right. King of Kings. Thank you. Um well, I can't believe it though. I can't believe this has happened. What what a what a what a story beat in, in the long running saga of will Adam end up playing with Rob in uh in, in a game online. So <laughs> this is like a comedy drama, will he, won't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah but but he won't. Like yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah, other than that, played some more Armello. Armello's an amazing game. Yeah, yeah. Loving cool. it. Um cool. but yeah, I mean Sweet. Sweet. That's playing Watch That's it. it. Fuck, I subbed, subbed for another month on Eve. I'm also playing Eve Echoes. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I might try the mobile one. That's interesting to me, just to kind of check it, it out and see yeah, what it's like. That's yeah, Eve yeah. Echo, so just yeah, and then, uh, Adam, you can take me under your your your, your large wing. Your long, <laughs> long like, wing. Like, be like, <laughs> pathetic wings. Like, yeah, frigate's a ship. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> it'll get you from point A to point B. Probably. Adam, what, what do you think? Of, what do you think about this? I don't know. You don't need me as a resource. You could just use Adam, <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate snub. Oh, Adam, God. how come I've died and recloned three times? Because you're following me <laughs> three times. That's funny. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for playing and watching. So, I guess uh, any any final thoughts on episode 100, gentlemen? 
Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think we should, Ronin Geek Forever, Ronin Geek 200 episodes, Ronin Geek Forever, Ronin Geek Never Stop, Ronin Geek all the time. Let's just keep Ronin Geeking, dude, and then, I mean, honestly, Forever and ever, Ronin Geek. It, it's been a journey that's, it, it's been fun, uh, it's been, sure. it's been challenging at sometimes, you know, very horny, but I would say along <laughs> yeah. the way, it, it's, it's been, it's been a fulfilling experience to take, to, to participate in a community <laughs> in, in such a way, and, and I hope that we... <laughs> I hope that we have sufficiently helped other people kill some time. I think a part of this is part of the reason Rob pitched this and joining this more permanently was yeah. like, "Hey, you well, you're still technically a guest. Oh, Let's be clear. yeah, Let's yeah. Be clear. you're still you're technically on. a guest. You've been on for eighty episodes or something like that. I'm also in the art. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so is the cat. Well, yeah, you're I in mean, the art as a guest, and you're—I mean—you're kind of in the background. Let's be honest, the cat's in the foreground. <laughs> I'm not saying the cats are more important than I can you. Easily edit it out. You've already got the old art. Yeah. Me? So podcast cat is is front and center for a reason. So <laughs> because uh, because podcast hawk and rat and skunk just didn't make it. They didn't. Yeah. So Rob was like, "Hey, you know all those arguments and those discussions that we have? We can formalize them." And yeah. maybe yes. we'll actually come to conclusions. We never come to a never conclusion. Come, never. But they it's, are formalized. It's part of the shtick. Yeah, yeah, part of yeah. the shtick. Now more people can listen and be like, you're both idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what most of our listeners are doing. So. They're like, oh, let's see how far this fucking burning train is going to go down the rails. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and thanks for that. Thanks for being along this burning, flaming train ride, greening <laughs> toward the edge of the cliff. Like, it's a of podcasts. They only come for the crashes. Basically, yeah, yeah. I actually. That's a really good way to describe it. I, I think that's yeah. very accurate. So I've billed us as the '90s video game magazine back pages of video game podcasts, but that's kind of kind of where we fall in at. But we cover all geek topics technically. But anyway, yeah, I hope, yeah, I, I genuinely hope people keep listening and sharing and, and enjoying along with us. I, I think this is, uh, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts out there and a lot of geek themed ones as well. And I, I can say we definitely are doing something a little more on the unique side. We're not, you know. We're not coming out and claiming to be experts on one topic or another, but we're definitely having fun and roasting everything. We're not pretty amateurs. thoroughly. So that's we are we're professional. Definitely professional. <laughs> what were we talking idiots. about last time? You said something in his voice. You just did what? the voice when you did like rising from the pillars of creation. Like that <laughs> oh, in the yeah. last time. I listened to that, I was dying. I was editing. I was laughing so hard I had to put it down. So <laughs> you gotta go back and listen to the ninety nine. Oh really? But yeah. It was okay. good. It was good. And uh, yeah, I just I hope that people keep listening and enjoying. Awesome. So it's definitely been, uh, actually, the community, uh, if you guys were online and in social media, man, you'd fucking love the community. So really, really cool people in, in, in these circles, podcasting circles and Let's creator circles. And uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's in Discord in, in various capacities. I'll, I'll show uh, you how to actually turn the server into a server. Dude, it'd be sweet everyone. even if you guys just uh, like <laughs> got back on Facebook just to hop in the uh, 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 fourth hand group chats. I would have to make a whole new Facebook. But because point. that's like our... Um, that's like the, the the network we're part of, right? So yeah. then you can interact with some of those guys and, and, no, and that hear would about be fun for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, of course, I'm definitely not opposed to that. So and then uh, just just for the groups or whatever, but yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been. Good. I think they were also doing a uh, doing more Reddit now too. I'm doing a lot more Reddit. Good. So kind of getting into that because Facebook is is I don't like Facebook, and uh, <laughs> even though that's where like a lot of our content is now. And uh, anyway, so that's that uh, episode 100. I guess that's a wrap. Thank you, Alex's mom. Yeah, thanks, thanks, mom. Thanks, dad, for listening. Uh, thank, thanks for being my biggest fans. Uh, you always told me I was special, and here I am. Look at me now. So. <laughs> oh God, maybe don't look. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah yeah anyway so uh so congrats to you guys on episode 100 and i guess i guess that's a wrap yeah it's been fun forever fuck you thanks for listening <laughs>